You know, as a guy who took Spanish for three years, I didn't retain much of any of it. <laughs> I have to, and three years is a long time, especially when you're a child, and that's when you learn the most things really well. But I didn't retain a lot. It's hard just learning it in school or through textbooks. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. They are a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. You can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. I started Rosetta Stone, and my Spanish skills have definitely improved. I can now say muchas gracias. It's really a better way of learning a language. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comedy Bang Bang listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off, visit rosettastone.com slash comedy. That's rosettastone.com slash comedy. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by the new HBO series Togetherness, a comedy created by the Duplass brothers. Brett and Michelle are struggling to rekindle the spark in their relationship, which has puttered out from the stresses of marriage and children. Some people have it all figured out, but these are not those people. Tune in for the series premiere Sunday, January 11th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, only on HBO. Beer before liquor, time is a flat circle. Liquor before beer, time is a flat circle. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Thank you to Alan P. Williams for that catchphrase. A bit of true detective-inspired uh, mirth. Coupled with the old rhymes about how to not get hungover. What is it? Beer before liquor, never sicker? Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Okay. Beer before liquor, never sicker. Oh, that's what I did the other night. Right. <laughs> you started I, with beer? I had two beers, and then I switched over to vodka, and guess what? Not good. Never mix, never worry is another one. Yeah, that's a, that's good advice. But you know what? I was kind of like, I'm not I'm not feeling it with this beer. Beer is, is uh, by the way, welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, I'm oh, Scott oh. Aukerman. This is Paul F. Tompkins. I am. Welcome to the best of 2014 part four. Happy- A new hope. New year <laughs> edition? Sure. A new hope. Um, happy new year, by the way. Paul. Happy New Year to you, dear. Do you have any resolutions? Or do you have any revolutions? I, I say you want one. My resolution is to join the revolution. 
<laughs> and and bring and restore them to their rightful place as Prince's backing band once more. <laughs> so you got to gather together Wendy, Lisa, Dr. Z. That's right. The whole gang. <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, Lisa, and Dr. Z. And the Scrubs. <laughs> Why wasn't Dr. Z in the TV show Scrubs? I, if oh. I could ask Zach Braff one question, it would be that. If I could ask Zach Braff one question, I'd ask him why Dr. Z never appeared in Scrubs. He's the most famous guy in Scrubs of all time. Well, are you forgetting Hawkeye Pierce? Yeah, why wasn't Hawkeye part of that as well? <laughs> they should have gotten they should have gotten everyone who's ever appeared on screen in Scrubs <laughs> to make a cameo in Scrubs. You have to think that the writers brought that up. At least once. Can't we get every single person who's been on screen in Scrubs from the disorderlies? That's right. <laughs> but Bill Lawrence shut it down. To the young doctors in love. <laughs> hey, now you're talking my language. Jerry Marshall. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> oh, he's gone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he just wanted to say that we were talking his language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you have to think that they talked about it at, You at have one to point. think that. So what are, so uh, happy new year and all that shit. Do you have any resolutions? Uh, you know, I, I was talking about this on a podcast, which will be out in a uh, couple of days. I believe I'll be on oh, to- Tony L- Voldemort's podcast. You can't say the name. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> just about to say the, la- the, uh, the lame. The lame. It's totally oh, lame. Uh, is it totally lame? It is totally lame. Mm-hmm. Um, they're um, winding down. They're almost they done. I'm on one of the final eps, and uh, that'll be out uh, later this week, I believe. Did and, you get to um, meet their baby? I've never met their baby. Their baby's very adorable. Yeah. Teddy is her name. She has gigantic cheeks. Oh. But what did you <laughs> my what could you possibly have thought I was going to say? <laughs> I don't know, but it seemed atypical of you. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I was taken quite a bit aback. Oh. At what I believed you were about to say. I like the idea that it's atypical of me when I didn't say it. So, so, so far, I'm still on brand. <laughs> you are on brand, which is why I was so surprised. But you were so surprised at the thing you thought I was going yeah. to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you would go into that kind of thing. But, well, luckily uh, I didn't. <laughs> um, hey, guys. Hope you're listening. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, no, I, but I was talking about Resolution. Res, uh, Reza Aslan. Reza Aslan. He's a great writer. <laughs> I was talking about Aslan. Yeah, from Narnia. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I would like to be more present in uh, my off hours. I, I doubt, you know, I, I tend to work a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when, I, when I'm not working, I tend to like to have time to myself. Yet mm-hmm. the, uh, the time I am not working, I should be spending with my loved ones. Yes, it's true. So I would like to be more present during those times. Do you know who else worked too much? Who's that? Jesus, the carpenter. Yep. And look what happened. A lot of houses out there. Spent his time doing all that carpentry. Yep. Then he, when he finally- he, he built a community center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he finally takes some time to himself <laughs> to go out and just like give speeches. Yep. And they fucking nailed him to a tree. <laughs> so what kind of lesson can we learn? Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Lord. Were you there? They crucified my Lord. Oh, sometimes it 
it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. I don't know this one. You know, you know a surprising amount of it. Well, it kind of has, song you didn't it know. has a very mm-hmm. similar uh, melody to some other songs. I was able to do a harmony for a bit. What is that? That's it. Sounds like another song. And we'll all come out to meet them when they're. <laughs> Shall we come around the mountain? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Look, <laughs> any. Com- you know what? You're right. Any coming around the mountain song, <laughs> I can, I can nail. And did those feet in ancient times is, walk upon England's pastures? Is that a Catholic green? song? Which one? The or Were you there when they crucified? I would say it's probably a Christian song because I grew up in the Christian church and I don't believe I ever heard it. I think it's it's what they classify as an old Negro spiritual. Mm. I could be wrong, okay. but we did sing it in my church from time to time. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did you feel? Um, it, what is, what is the question it's asking? I felt and who moved is it asking it to? by the Holy Spirit. It's asking people, mm-hmm. "Hey, um, none of you, us were there. Were you there when they crucified Jesus Christ? <laughs> none of us were. Yeah, that seems like a pointless exercise. I think it's an investigation. <laughs> it's like trying, a CSI yeah. kind of thing. Gong gong. They're trying to find out. <laughs> shunk shunk. Look, I got a lot of work to do, Mister. <laughs> hey, look at this guy carrying boxes back and forth from a truck. <laughs> Were you there when you, they crucified my Lord? <laughs> Look, maybe I was. I don't know. A lot of people got crucified that day. If you don't mind, my break is coming. <laughs> Shout out to John Mulaney, That's by the right. way. For, God bless him. God bless him. Um, hopefully he'll be on the show in 2015. Was he on in 2014? I don't believe he was. He was a bit of a busy person. Really? He was a bit of a busy bee. A bit of a busy bee, but I would like to get him back in 2015. Um, which, speaking of 2015, we are... Going through the countdown of 2014. That's right. We're looking back. A fond look back <laughs> as a new year begins. A fond farewell to the previous year. What are you writing on your checks, by the way? Your checks mix. We're sponsored by Checks Mix. On my checks mix, I'm writing hands off. This is Paul's Checks Mix. <laughs> Still in 2015? Yeah, write it on the food. Well, um, we're Paul and I, this is. Episode number four of us counting down the top 15 episodes of Comedy Bang Bang for 2014. Yeah. Now, we've been through a lot of different episodes and emotions. Yes. We've been through rage. Denial. (laughs) Anger. (laughs) Acceptance. Bargaining. Oh, yeah. Bargaining. That's my favorite. Tell you what. (laughs) Tell you what. Okay. If you don't kill me. How's this sound? You bring my mom back from the dead. (laughs) Um, we we've been going through a lot of episodes, and this has been a lot of fun. We've we've done um, fifteen, then we went to fourteen, and That's then right. thirteen. Smash cut to twelve. If I'm not much mistaken, we continue to eleven. <laughs> fade then to stroll, fade to ten, then we'll leisurely stroll over to nine. Mm-hmm. Flashback to eight. Flash forward seven. to seven, and then number six with a bullet. <laughs> Number five is alive. <laughs> Number four on the floor. <laughs> Number three, Not don't yet. tell me. Don't tell me because we haven't done it yet. We're yeah. about to do it, as a matter of fact. Uh, this is how we do, do it. it. Science! <laughs> and uh, we are going to do episodes three, two, <clears throat> and one on this episode. Three, two, one. Blast Contact. It's, it's the, the season, season for the reason. reason. Were you there when they crucified <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> 
Oh, if only three, two, one contact her about <laughs> the crucifixion of Jesus every week and the science behind it. Science. <laughs> um, they crucified me with science. <laughs> Can you imagine the scientists behind crucifixion? You know, if we put nails in this guy's hands. Were there people that considered themselves scientists, like that that use that title? Like I don't know, in ancient Judea. <laughs> yeah, well, at in what Bible point times? was the term scientist coined? What what when was science itself coined? I when guess was that during term? the Renaissance, perhaps? Oh, the Renaissance. Ah, uh, I fancy myself a bit of a Renaissance man. I don't know if I've ever told you that. No, I. You've seen that movie. Renaissance Danny man? DeVito. Which one? Danny DeVito. Is that Renaissance Man? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Bicentennial Man. He like joins the army or something. All right. Uh, Paul should... Uh, should Paul we? should. Paul should. <laughs> A new contraction. Oh, I'm so glad we came up with one. Paul should. <laughs> P-A-U-L-S-H apostrophe D. That's right. <laughs> we were talking about new contractions with the both on an episode a couple weeks ago. That's right. And I realized something. I realized that there is one. Never is kind of a contraction, isn't it? For not ever. And however is also for how and ever. How and ever? Yes, how and ever. Have you ever heard Bob Odenkirk talking about Jeremy Irons? Yes. Yes, I have. And he has that tape of him saying, how and ever. Do you, you don't think that's Jeremy Irons being a bit fun? I don't think he was in the mood to be fun <laughs> in that particular story. Do you story. think it was It was in that story – he was aware that he was not being fun at all. And then he's like, this'll, this'll maybe I, I think I should probably lighten things up a little bit. But never is not ever. But they but they've taken the apostrophe out of it. What's ever? Not meaning is that a contraction? Else and ever. Else and ever. <laughs> Another new contraction. Else How, and ever. What's the shortest like else and ever. contraction? It's 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 <laughs> the shortest <laughs> contraction? I believe that's the shortest one. I mean there isn't I don't believe that there is a two-letter. What about eyes? Like eyes going down to the store. That is still three letters, I believe. I apostrophe S E. Oh, I thought it was just. Oh, I'm 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 I apostrophe I'm I'm eating dog food. At that point, why bother? I'm yeah. Just say I am. Yeah. Is it just for song lyrics so that they can fit the meter? I think even with I am, you can. I am there when they crucified my Lord. I am there when they crucified my Lord. She'll be crucified, my Lord. She'll be crucified, my Lord. She'll be crucified, my Lord. When she comes. When she comes. She'll be nailing him. We're about to get into the details. We really were. That's all. But we're not scientists. We're not. Science. All right, Paul. Paul Paul should... Paul should move on to the next clip. Let's do it. Episode. Let's get Clip-isode. to Let's do another grepisode. Oh, I love these. These are all, by the way, these mm-hmm. top 15, I think they all fall into the category of grepisodes. Grepisodes. They certainly do. Did we get to the one that you were talking about yet, by the way? the uh, No, yet. we haven't. Not oh, yet. maybe in this top three, or maybe it missed the countdown maybe entirely. It did. Maybe it did. Why don't we kick off our countdown? Why this, Why't we do it? Why't we do? We should just do contractions for everything. Yeah. Any anything that starts with one of the seven who, what, where, why, when, and how. Who, what, where? The reporter why, questions. Why. Six. Six. I thought there were seven. No, <gasps> those are deadly sins. We have six senses and six reporter questions. That's right. <laughs> and eight crazy nights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. This is on your countdown. This is number three. Number three. 
Number three. Number three. It is. This is one that I believe is close to your heart, Paul. This is episode 289, The Exorcism of Cake Boss. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled that it charted so high. Yes, it That was did. a fun episode. That was a very fun episode. Let me give you a little bit of Details Let Magazine. Let me give you a little Details okay, Magazine. please do. First of all, I thought Details Magazine went out of circulation many years ago, and it never did. Many moons ago, do, 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 do. we were walking down by the stewards' path. <laughs> the sewers' path, yeah, yeah, or the stewards' path. The stewards, the steward of the sewers. Ah, boy, who was that guy? That used to be a very important position in mm-hmm. Elizabethan England. Yep, and now just Killer Croc does it. Yeah, that's where Batman can <laughs> always right. find him. That's right. Attending to the sewers. Yep. Um, the Exorcism of Cake Boss. Our old friend, Cake Boss, revisits Comedy Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. He's not feeling so well. Well, a couple of things happened previous to this episode. Previously on Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> Two things happened. And one needs to be set up because we don't go into it in the clip. Me hitting you, you hitting the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You hit me, I hit the ground. That's right. And then I got up and said, let's record this fucking show. That's right. Uh, no, something happened. Two things happened pre- in the week that we recorded this. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number one. <laughs> number one for number three. Um, number one was uh, the Star Wars, the keepers of Star Wars. <laughs> That's right. Whoever, whomever they may be. Yeah. The people who decide the, the, I guess, the politicians of the Star Wars universe. Right. The mayor of Star Wars came mm-hmm. out and uh, with a with a press conference where he said that anything that was not one of the six Star Wars movies was no longer canonical. Canonical. Everyone laughed at him. <laughs> then he said, "What? What?" Then somebody said, "It's canonical." <laughs> so we. In these Cake Boss episodes, have talked quite Cake a bit Boss. about uh, the Star Wars books <laughs> wherein yes. Chewbacca died. That's right. Because at one point, Cake Boss communi- – because with his – using his gift to communicate with the dead. Cake Boss, Buddy Velastro, on previous episodes, go back through the recess. We're going way We're going back. way back. But <laughs> in one of his first episodes in, in the first year, I believe, mm-hmm. he talked about how he had been bitten by a cake bug – and had gained uh, the power of second sight. Yes. And then he was bitten by a cake scarab. That's right. And he was able to communicate with the dead. Now, those dead people could be either real-life dead people. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a contradiction, but uh, people in the real world who had died. Actual and I don't mean people. the real world TV series. I mean people in but our if any, should any of them die, and he would also be able to we all know that RIP, some of them have. Uh, but... Also, fictional people, if they died in the actual work book, of fiction, work of fiction, or if we could presume that they are dead because they could not have lived that long. Huckleberry I, Finn. Huckleberry Finn is the classic, the classic example. example. How could Huckleberry Finn still be alive? So, in this appearance, and this is maybe four years ago, four and a half maybe, Cake Boss communicates with Chewbacca because Chewbacca, in one of the at the time, canonical, canonical books, books of the Star Wars universe passed away. <laughs> passed away. He was hit by a car. <laughs> That's right. I believe Timothy Zahn was the author. I, I can't recall, but um, you got you're up on me. 
Uh, in one of those books that was supposedly set in the canonical Star Wars universe, uh, one of the sequels to uh, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, Chewbacca passed away. So Cake Boss had quite, Cake a, Boss. A, quite a bit of a conversation. Now, flash forward <laughs> four years later, the mayor of Star Wars comes out and says those books are no longer canonical. Mm-hmm. Hubbub, hubbub, flashbulbs, flashbulbs. <laughs> People started sending us this fact as in, what is Cake Boss going to say about this? We were, both Scott and myself, received many, many, many tweets, tweets from people. Yes. Yes. I am lucky enough now to be uh, tweeted anytime anything <laughs> happens about the band's U2, uh-huh. Fish, uh-huh. Uh, Cake, uh, the person Cake Boss, Andrew Lloyd Webber, anyone who has appeared on the show, I receive several tweets about uh, yes. anything that happens in the news regarding these people. Absolutely. So, I have a similar uh, uh, condition. So th- this happened at the same week uh, the artist, German artist – no, he's not German. He's – He's Swiss. He's Swiss. Swiss artist H.R. Giger passed away. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, our good friend Matt Gorley, mm-hmm. who is one of the minds behind the Super Ego podcast, of which you are now a member. That's right. Also the host of I Was There Too on the Wolf, Wolf Pop, Pop Network. Network. He's a very funny guy. He had only been on the show a few times at that point, um, and I believe only when you were there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had ever had him on the show myself. I, I wouldn't allow it otherwise. <laughs> but I I said, let's get these guys together um, because Matt does an impression of H.R. Giger, mm-hmm. and that was one of his most beloved characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I had the idea of what if uh, Cake Boss – Cake Boss? were to communicate with H.R. Giger from the dead and we could say goodbye to it. Now, H.R. Mm-hmm. Giger had not been on the show before, mm-hmm. but uh, for some reason Matt agreed to have his goodbye yeah. on this on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, we spent quite a bit of time talking about the non-canonical nature of Chewbacca. Yes. And the clip we are about to hear, uh, the more we talked about the non-canonical <laughs> nature of Chewbacca, the more Cake Boss got very distressed. And <laughs> you're saying that very methodically, you by the way. Um, he got distressed and he he started to feel ill. Yes. And uh, we're going to drop in with him now. This is episode number three on your countdown. This is The Exorcism of Cake Boss. Number three. You still feel poorly. when Before yeah. we went to break, you started feeling like the, Every, the yeah. non-canonical nature of Chewbacca's oh, status. You shake that makes me feel... I don't know. I feel uh, I've never felt like this before. It's very strange. You think it's because you just received this news about? I, I feel like it's got to have something to do with it. Okay. Well, is there anything I can do for you? Can I? No. I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna send a text to a friend of mine. Okay. This is a just in case kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna be all right, but uh, someone's gonna come pick you up. Is that what you're saying? Uh, in a matter of speaking, yeah. Oh, okay. Don't you worry about it. Study your business. Oh, all right. Well, send your text. Uh, in the meantime, I just want right. to welcome everyone back What's to the uh, address here. Okay, and shed. Send. Great. Okay. okay. So in any case, I just want to say, hey, everyone, welcome to the show. And uh, hey, everyone, welcome to the show. Welcome back to it, or welcome to it, and if you started this podcast in the middle. Welcome to you. Welcome to you. Are you okay? Can I, I feel I'm like, that good. I feel like I need to do something here for you. Maybe you could shut up. <laughs> All right. That would that would help. Oof. Yeah, I feel. Uh, you ever get that feeling where uh, it's like you you 
like you, you, your limbs are not your own, like, like they belong to somebody else. Like like you're a doll and someone took off the your arms and legs and attached different doll parts on you or something? Boy, that's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a doll. Sure. But you're self-aware. Sure. You're sentient. And so somebody has- Much like uh, your R2-D2 cake. Boom. Bell. <laughs> That was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, so you're a doll. Somebody plucks off your arms, your legs. They put other doll arms and legs on you. Sure. And then you as the doll, you're like, oh, this feels weird. Sure. I mean, and sometimes it's a good thing. Like you get like Hulk Hogan doll arms on sure. you and you can lift, you know, you're in a better weight class. Yeah. You have the proportionate doll strength <laughs> sure. to a Hulk Hogan doll. Yes, of course. So sometimes it's a good thing, but most of the time you're a mutant doll that has just different odd parts yeah, on it. Yeah. I guess I feel like that mutant doll. Yeah. Do you? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I, I accept your apology. So what? right now you're gesticulating wildly. What, what, what? Yeah. I don't know what that's all about. Why uh, are you doing that? I'm not trying to do it. Why are you waving at me? I'm not trying to wave at you. It's like somebody else is trying to say hello to you. What do you mean? Why are you waving at me right now? I don't want to be back. What? Hello? Hello. Who's? Buddy, what are you? uh, Nobody. Nobody? I'm I'm not your pal. Nobody. Uh, (laughs) How did I get here? Who? My name is H.R. Giger. H.R. Giger, the recently deceased artist? Yes, the proudly deceased I don't want to be. I'm a narco sculptor. Uh, yes, you're a narco. But you, you're the author of the narco Necronomicon. Necronomicon. Yes, and I am not meant for this world. I had gone on. I think that's the way I would have wanted it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is insane because you're in Buddy Velastro's body currently. Oh, am I? Yes. Oh. You, and and yet your voice, yeah, you sound exactly like H.R. Giger. That is who I am, channeling, no doubt brought back to right some wrongs, oh Finish unfinished business. My, okay, so let me explain who you are. Yes. Uh, uh, if you don't know who H.R. Giger is, you're an artist, a narco artist. Narco sculptor. Narco sculptor. What does that mean? I sculpt the dead. Okay. And if they're not dead, I'm. They are when I'm done with them. Okay. Yeah. So you are most famously you created the alien in the movie series Alien the and Xenomorph. Aliens. The yes. Xenomorph, of course. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, uh, you passed away last week. Didn't yes, you? I just did. And I go to heavens. There's no. There's women's there. Uh-huh. Make me suffering the women's. They're no segregate. So I go down to hell. Okay. And I say to Mr. Devil, you're the devil. Can I work for you? And he says, let me see your work. I show him my paintings, Necronomicon 1 through 4, mm-hmm. one of a lady just getting fucked in half with something that looks like a vacuum hose. Okay, great. And yeah. he says, that'll do, pig. And then I'm hired, okay? Okay. And then... I guess here I am. I I was so happy. Did he? Did the devil have to check with his boss? Yes, he uh, he went back. I died. <laughs> he had to in kick Georgia. it upstairs. Yeah, um, I died in Georgia. Bad deal. Long story. <laughs> okay. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I didn't know you died in Georgia. I knew yeah. you were Swiss. Uh, I, but... Just a crazy vacation, last minute sort of uh, <laughs> Thelma and Louise thing. But um, 
that's how it went down. So now I think I have to figure out my quest before I can go home. Okay, so wait a minute. You you are working for Hell currently? Hell Incorporated. Okay. Yeah, it's a big business down there now. Okay, so what, when you say you have to finish unfinished business before you go home, where is home? Hell. Okay, so you want to go to hell. Absolutely. I've been hired as the art director for hell because it was like still Dante-type stuff down there. It was looking a little dated. I think. And so I put new spin on it. Everybody seems much happier or the opposite of happy, but the same correlation. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. successful, no doubt. Yeah, successful in your work. Um, uh, so, but, so what unfinished business do you have before you go returneth to hell? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out probably something to do with my wife, Carmen Maria Schiffele Giger. My wife. Your what? Wife. What? Please don't joke because... The laughter is the enemy of creativity. Oh, that's right. If people don't know your aesthetic, yeah. it's very dark. Yes. Uh, your favorite color? Uh, is no color. The absence of color. The absence of color. Black, varicose, bruise, cloud, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in Buddy Velastro's body currently, the cake boss. Uh, oh, you're, he's not saying cake boss. Interesting. Cake. 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 Boss. Boss. Oh. oh Wait, did Buddy just <laughs> get a re- retain his sentience just to say cake he boss? He is a bit like a whale or a sea mammal where every so once in a while he has to come up for a cake boss air. <laughs> um, so uh, you're, you're a very dark artist. Uh, you, you passed away in Georgia, and I hear it was, it was uh, the result of complications due to a like some sort of Chewbacca-style car crash? Was that what it was? <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. And it is honorable in both Wookiee species and narco-sculptors to be hit by a car. Do you but- regret doing the designs? Well, I have you here, by the way, yeah. if I could oh, ask you a few questions. By all means. First, I want to say just two things. Yes. Great to be here. Okay, thank you. And also, wouldn't it be great if our rib cages were a second articulating mandible jaw that we could vanquish our foes with? Uh, I love your ideas. And this two. is what this is what your art is all about. But do you regret making the designs for the Alien series and not Star Wars? Oh, well, I think Chewbacca would be so much more interesting if you had designed yeah, it. Yeah, all that fur gets in the way. Um, I I think better to have someone with a bisected rib tube and lots of darkness. Blood exoskeletons are are the new endoskeletons. Mm, you know? Of course, yeah. Do you? Uh, Darth Vader is maybe the closest to what he's you do. a pussy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, well, how would you do Darth Vader differently? Well, no samurai looking armor because mine would be biomechanical, come natural. If he needs to buy it. Who among us cannot be Darth Vader? Mm. This chosen few with an exoskeleton, those are the men we pull on our shoulders of giants. Mm. Um, you're on my mind like a song on the radio. Al Stewart, great artist. You're an Al Stewart fan. Who isn't? Oh. Uh, why do you think that you're possessing the body of Buddy Velastro, the cake boss? I think the way it's explained to me by the devil. He didn't say cake boss again. Boss women's um, is that it has to be a yin yang matter antimatter where cake boss brings joy into cake boss.
does brings joy into the life of many people. My goal is to take it away. Mm. And if I were to say go into Morrissey or Hieronymus Bosch, it, it the universe would implode. Boss mm. implode. So uh, the theory then is is that Cake Boss is the happiest person who brings the most joy to people in the world. Cake Boss. It is no theory. It is a proven fact. His cakes are uh, just amazing, and they they the, the smiles and the, and the faces that light up when one sees them, except for you know the Cubs. Yeah, they make me happy, which in turn makes me sad. Mm, I very don't, good. Which then that makes me happy, mm, and okay. it is an, a negative feedback loop. I you know I started doing paintings because for therapy, for I had night terrors, and this is true. Mm. And so then I did paintings of my night terrors, which gave me greater night terrors, which oh. gave me greater paintings, and that's how I became all powerful. Why did you keep your paintings right above your bed? Did you? I, I read that you put them on the ceiling as well, so you could stare at them right before you went to bed. That's true. I painted them there on the wall. I didn't oh. even hang them there. Sort of like a Michelangelo kind of alfresco thing? Yeah, it was the agony, and the, there was no ecstasy because mm. I would not have it. Mm. Now listen. Oh, okay. Yes, master. I also made my own bed out of the ossified skin leather mm. of a lesser race. Oh my god. Well, I guess you have to lie in it. Yeah. If you made your own bed. <laughs> you do. Listen, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> um Mike, so so this is so interesting to me because I had expected to do a show with Buddy Velastro. Who? The, the okay, cake boss. boss. Wow, you preempted me a little bit. <laughs> I didn't. He did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I expected to do the entire show with him, but now I have H.R. Giger, with whom I've never spoken. I've always wanted to. I've been a big fan of your work ever since yeah, uh, yeah. I was nine years old and the Alien movie came out. And Xenomorph. Xenomorph, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Facehugger. Facehugger, yeah. of course. Did you see Prometheus? Yeah, that was shit. I mean, I worked on it and all. But uh, I do not sanction it. Mm, okay. What about too many questions? Yeah. Not enough answers. It's like it's supposed to answer questions, not answer a couple and then raise a whole bunch more. See, girlfriend, because I am an artist and I should be like all about questions. Mm. But even that was bullshit because I don't think they have the answers themselves. Yeah. And who are those Statue of Liberty looking motherfuckers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you see Grown Ups too? Oh, I own it. I I did I did the production design. You did on Grown Ups too. Yeah, under as you did the just the whole general feeling about it. <laughs> I production. You did design. perception about it. Yeah, I. <laughs> I production designed its general reception. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. I, and I think it's my finest work. <laughs> yeah, I really it's do. So good. Oh God. Oh. So my goodness. Well, the world lost a great artist. Who? But you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez, I got frightened. Why? Who's your favorite artist? Um, the painter Norman of light? Rockwell. Oh. And yes, Thomas Kincaid. Oh, He's yeah. dead, too. He and is. I've got to have a great time with him. Is in he down in hell? Oh, dear. He's running shit down there. Really? Let me tell you. He was a drinker, to be sure. Mm. Um, and so we've thrown back some fire mead. Mm. And, uh, Are you drunk right I mean, a buddy's drunk. Does that make you drunk? Yeah, I'm 50% drunk right oh, now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, I don't normally drink because it brings out the angels in me, and I don't like not the demons. Do you see how I'm an opposite guy? Yeah, I get. No, I understand your yeah, game. That's part of my deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, you're a great you're a great artist, 
yeah. the world lost you. It's such a shame. We just recently lost you, but it's such a pleasure to talk to you. I I, I really want to take the most of this opportunity because uh, we've we've never spoken before. We've never had you on the show, so I just want to sit down and really bring out your actor's pain um, in you and just you know. I mean, who's that? Who's knocking on the door? Who's it? Hello, oh. sir. Oh, I already don't like you. Who's Yes, uh, hello there. Uh, hello, you, sir. Uh, are you Scott Oxerman? <laughs> well, I'm... <laughs> did he... Yeah, I'm Scott I got a, I, I received a text on my mobile phone for us. Uh, so come down to this place and uh, talk to a Scott Oxerman. I thought that he was just pronouncing it that way. He actually, he typed it that way? Are you talking about my friend, uh, Mr. Velastro? Yes, uh, your friend who's right next to you. Cake here. Bob. Oh, what, what, what? Uh, buddy, are you in there? No, but buddy's gone from this place. Oh, it's happened. Uh, he, he was worried that this would happen someday. Worried? What would happen? Well, uh, let me uh, let me tell you who I am. Uh, my name is uh, the Reverend uh, Robert Persimony, and uh, I am an uh, an exorcist. Oh, uh, like, wait, like the movie The Exorcist? What's that? A, a famous film series, uh, like Star- Grown Ups. <laughs> a lot like Grown Ups. You know my work. Who? Wait a minute. Now you're, you're the, I, I, you're, you look like my friend, but I feel as if uh, you're being uh, taken over by uh, by a, a strange spirit. Is that true? Buddy Velastro is dead. You will not find him here. Well, who are you? Speak to me, demon. I am H.R. Giger, born Hans Rudolf Giger, but my spiritual moniker is Hey, really Giger. Wait, are you the 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 the, the Sid and Marty? Croft puppet guy? No, not see, H.R. Puffin stuff. I could oh, I'm see sorry. Where you make that mistake. Oh, they, well, you understand. Yes, yeah. of course. Of course. I did we'll do some more. Two comedy. famous HRs, huh? Yeah. Uh, how many more are there, do you think? Just uh, human resources. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's done and dusted. <laughs> no, that's number one with a bullet. <laughs> you know, so far, this is not so bad. This exorcism. Well, I haven't even started yet. You'll well, when I'm going to exercise you, you'll know it. Don't threaten me. I want to. I want to get the lay of the land here. I've done over. Certainly. I've done over forty exorcisms in over my 40? career. Yes, How that's many? right. Forty-one. Mm. <laughs> And uh, all of them went off uh, pretty much without a hitch. Very few uh, resulted in... Uh, you ever see that movie Hitch, by the way, HR? Oh, sure. Will Smith is one of our great treasures. It also stars uh, one of the stars of Grown Ups, uh, Kevin James. <laughs> yeah. Frequent collaborator. And Grown Ups, too. Uh, oh, there's a second one? There is. <laughs> oh, I can't How did you know that. it was a film series without knowing... I just assumed that there would be. I was oh, waiting for it to come out. I, I was a consultant on Mall Blart. <laughs> Paul Blart. Oh, listen, I didn't write it. <laughs> Okay. Are you saying we were under the impression that his occupation was Mall Blart? <laughs> so it was Paul Blart, Mall Blart. Yes. Originally <laughs> conceived, and it would have been something. Help wanted Mall Blart. Goddamn studios again. Now look here, you're not going to distract me, you uh, demon. Uh, I, I want to I uh, find out all about you. What was your name, by the way, sir? Uh, Reverend Reverend Robert Parsimony. Robert Parsimony. Welcome to the show. Uh, oh, well, thank you very much. We've never eventually... spoken before. My name is Scott Ackerman. Scott Ackerman. Oh, is... Ackerman. Ackerman. But you know how Buddy speaks. Yes, I do. He's I assume a... that he, that was just his dialect. He's but... from New Jersey, so Certainly. he has a curious uh, Where are you from? dialect. Oh, I'm from the Middle West. Hmm. And how did you guys get to know each other? Well, I have a, my, I, I moved my parish. Uh, I have a parish out here. Paris the Thought. Uh, uh, I'm a, a, a bi-coastal uh, a, a man of the cloth, and uh, I have a parish here and a parish uh, in, in New Jersey, and then I also have a parish uh, in Iowa. Mm. I'm still here. 
Yes, well, now, uh, what what has caused you, demon, to take over the, the, the form of my friend? I have had uh, to do unfinished business on the earthly realm. What is this business, spirit? Speak to it. Something to do with women's, uh, for I am afraid of them. They make mm. me have a qualm. My heart turns into a squall. Now, how do you expect to, 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 taking over my friend's body, who's a married man, by the way? So, don't go off and try to like have sex with any other women because you... I, I really should be getting home to New Jersey. What? Wait, wait a minute! What? Uh, no, uh, I, I forbid you to to take my friend's body back to New Jersey. Uh, you will remain here, and then I will cast you out, and uh, I, I will condemn you to a lake of fire. Is there any way to make sure that he doesn't leave the room? Maybe a circle of some I'll, sort. Of... I'll, let me just. Just get the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, just lock it. There we go. I'm a little confused. Why did Buddy think this was going to happen? How did he know what was happening to him? Well, he knew when uh, he was uh, cursed uh, by uh, Satan himself with uh, these uh, supernatural powers that are against God, by the way. Make no mistake. They're against God. Uh, 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 The only person who can see the future is God, and uh, he's not telling anybody. Hmm. He's keeping it to himself. So wait, is the, the devil went down to Georgia? Is that the future? Yes, Since that's God, correct. God is narrating that song. Is yes, it, that's it's eventually, set in the future. Eventually, when God dies and uh, the devil has a new boss, right? Okay, so uh, he he knew that he was cursed by Satan, and so he thought he would be taken. Well, he doesn't see it that way. I certainly see it that way. These okay. powers are unearthly and unnatural, and uh, the uncola. And uh, I feel that there's a cola nut, crisp and clean, no caffeine. <laughs> They never had it and never will. Uh, he feels that these uh, powers are also a gift, but I feel that they're nothing but a curse, curse from uh, hell itself. So he thinks his powers are a gift, and yet he thought that he would have his body taken over by He spirit. thought there was a possibility if uh, things became uh, ever became uh, non-canonical in any way. He's oh, very concerned with canon. Uh, okay, now we're getting to it. So he, you, he sent that text to you, and you're here to protect him. He said, uh, let me read his text. Next here, uh, Reverend, uh, <laughs> am feeling queasy. Uh, Q U E E C Y. Mm-hmm. Um, you were able to interpret that as queasy, though. Come to earwolge. He was typing very fast. No, I think that's just his dialect coming through his thumbs. Uh, I'm on a podcast. Uh, How did he spell that? P-O-D-C-A... P-O-D-C-A-S-H-T. Great. Contact there, Scott Oxerman. A-U-X-E-R-M-I-N. Okay, that's easy. A lot of people spell that as O-X-E... R M A N. So that's the official. How do you, how do you, that's the official canonical spelling of it. Sp- how do you spell it? I, I never knew. I just had heard it pronounced. But anytime people talk about it on Twitter, they uh, that's well. The it's cano- your name. How do you spell it? A U K E R M A N. Well, where's the X? That's the point. Yeah. In any case, so he asked you to come to. Uh, to protect he him. knew. Shut up, son. He he knew that there would be a time when this might happen, and he might mm. need my uh, exorcistal services. Well, this is exciting. Are we going to see? Am I going to see? And then the listeners going to hear a live exorcism on the show? You will see it. The listeners will hear it if you keep recording. I will also hear it. I would imagine you will hear it as well as see it. The okay. listener will not see. They will only hear. I would imagine. I would also feel the vibrations of the sound and any kind of loud noises and stuff. Should so. we get into all the senses? You, sure, you will not? smell whatever is occurring in the room at the sure. time. Is it going to smell bad? No. Or poorly? 
<laughs> that was a close one. Okay. Guys, let's get to this exciting ex- exorcism because right. uh, I, I've been hearing about this for, for what seems like a half hour. Are those clanking chains? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, those are your keys. I thought it was some sort of like Jacob Marley fettered situation. Oh, no, just get my keys out of the way. <laughs> okay. Why would I have clanking chains for an exorcism? I don't know. All right, here we go. How, do, right. how are we? Do you need any assistance from me? Yes, I'd like you to shut up. Oh, well. Spirit, you are trespassing upon this soul. I abjure thee. Vacate this vessel and banish ye back to hell from whence ye came. By the power of God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, all his saints and apostles, the ground team out there, people on the streets. Um, of course, Rob, Janie, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, I always forget his name. Victor. Everybody in the whole organization, uh, I banished you to hell. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Come on, get out there. Be a sport. Uh, get out of there. You into my ultimate plan. Which is? Getting me back to hell. I don't want to be here. It's a type of hell as it is. And I gladly go back. All I needed was permission from an official. Well, have a nice trip and see you next fall of man. Okay. Before I go, let's yeah. be friends and shake hands. Okay? Oh, sure. Okay. Come with me. Oh, no. I'm what is happening? Oh. See you later, Scott Oxerman. The, re- oh. the reverend was... Oh, Scott Buddy, are you back? What, what do you mean with my back? What happened? What, exactly what you thought was happening. Your body was taken over by a spirit. Did I get possessed? You got possessed, but... Oh, I thank- knew it was going to happen someday. Thankfully, you texted your friend. You were a lot like Texter. Oh, yeah. Oh, Texter. I love that show. <laughs> yeah. Um... He was, you were possessed, but your friend came by. The Reverend Persimony? The Reverend Persimony came in, exercised. Where is he? I he thought he was exercised the demon, here. but then it, it was the strangest thing. He was sucked into your mouth. What? He was sucked into your mouth and went down to hell with H.R. Giger. Are you shaking that hell? I shit my belly. H.R. <laughs> Hooga? <laughs> is that just something that you're saying with your dialect that I don't understand? No, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, I thought H.R. Hooger was something that you were trying to say. <laughs> Um, it's a long story. Anyway, I'm glad you're yeah, okay. Back. You know what? I'm not that curious about it. You know, the listeners heard it. Just I've, go back and listen to the show. Ugh, ugh, like I would ever do that. Number three. There we go. There we go, indeed. There we go. Fun app. That was a lot of fun. That was a masterpiece app, in my opinion. Fun, and due to the work of you and Matt, uh, from front to back. I thought that was a, a lot of fun. Uh, we we only played about twenty minutes of that, but it's about an hour and twenty long, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of great stuff before and after that. It's a very fun app. Multiple characters, mm-hmm. uh, and it was the for me it was the debut of the uh, the Reverend Robert Parsimony on this mm-hmm. program. Another new character, that another you did. new character, yeah, and he has not been back since. No, I thought he no. He turned up again on the okay. uh, the super ego episode. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, t- yes, yes. Tight ends and loose beginnings, something yes, like that. That's right. Yes. That's right. We did uh, an episode after that. Tight ends, loose beginnings with the rest of the super ego crew and uh, Reverend Parsimony returned. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I hope he returns in 2015. He's a well, fascinating we'll guy. Well, we'll see. Uh, Knock wood three times on the ceiling if you want uh, Reverend Robert Parsimony to return. Uh, uh, 
All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have number two. We're really oh, getting I up can't there. I can't believe this. Uh... <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Get used to it. Guess who's back? Back again. Comedy Bang Bang. Is that your favorite song, would you say? That Eminem yeah, absolutely song? absolutely I would. Why do you ask? I know you're a lover what of a Eminem. weird question. It is definitely my favorite song. You're a huge fan of... You know what? I could take or leave all the rest of his work, but that is my favorite song of all song. time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Your old... Oh, your old enemy, Eminem, mm. from back at the MTV. <laughs> right, that's <laughs> that's <not> about him. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, it's, it's, um, fun. it's fun when you squirm. <laughs> Thank you. You're 12, really... 12 Guests of Christmas. That was a fun episode on Doug, 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 <laughs> Doug Loves Movies. Doug Loves Movies, the recent, do you listen to it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People trying to make uh, me yeah. squirm. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, yeah. Weird, wild stuff. Uh, this, is, is, this is wild. <laughs> I still can't do God damn it. My goodness, this is wild. <laughs> That was, of course, Johnny Carson's review of the new Reese Witherspoon movie. Did that continue? Did your uh, Carson, uh, the Carson impression, continue on the latest season of Comedy Bang Bang, the TV show? Because you were telling me that you were doing it. People were, people were like getting you to do it. Like they couldn't get enough of it. Like they seemed to enjoy it every time. Gosh, I don't remember that. But I guess, well, the director, there's there's a couple things. That, director Ben Berman, who, by the way, moved on from the show. He does, uh, he has about 10 episodes left to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, he constantly wanted me to do Woody Allen, first of all. <laughs> so he would constantly say, hey, do a Woody Allen take. And then he would always use those in the cut. <laughs> and you know what? They're funny. Um, but I don't remember the Johnny Carson stuff. Maybe that was uh, season two, and I've for- long forgotten it because of how many I've done since then. Maybe so. Maybe but so. That is weird. <laughs> um, he's fun to do. Although I think uh, was Dana Carvey maybe the first one to really do. I mean, I know Rich Little did it, but was da- does Dana Car- Dana Carvey took it to the stratosphere? He kind of does the one that ever that we all do. Yeah, doesn't? Yeah, he, he does. Weird wild of, stuff. We- yeah. Weird wild yeah, stuff. Absolutely. I love Dana Carvey. I would love to work with him. We've tried to get him on the TV show several times. Dana, oh, if you're listening, doing? he won't come from uh, Marin County. No, well, he, he moved. He moved here, didn't he? I believe so. It's just had, the timing has not worked out yet. Right. Um, he has wanted to do it apparently, but I would love what to meet f- him. Can I, I ask you this? Yeah. What the fuck else is he doing? <laughs> Well, are you he has fucking a, kidding me. He has, hey, who are is you this character? Fucking kidding. Who is this I am character? fucking furious oh right now. <laughs> hey, Paul. Will you listen to me, Dana Carvey? He has a. He has Get a, down off your fucking high horse. He has a family. He I'll has punch other, you in your broken heart. Show business <laughs> engagements to do. Paul, come on. Right, the guy's, uh, this guy's rich as Croesus, and he's still going out there on the road. Still can't get enough money. <laughs> this weird character. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this guy. <laughs> it's terrible. Dude, Carvey's a national treasure. He is, of course, he is. Uh, come on this podcast too, Dana. I would love. Or I don't mean to. I don't mean to presume to call you Dana, Mister Carvey. I would call you. How long do you think he's had that same haircut? Really long time, right? <laughs> really long time, really long time, really long, lonely, lonely, time to have that same haircut. Did we go to a break, or have we? Yeah, we've come back from <laughs> it. Are we dead? <laughs> hey, speaking of which, let's get to <laughs> on your countdown. This is number two. Number two. <laughs> All right, this is number two. This is episode two hundred and seventy-four. Mm. This is an episode entitled "Oh Golly." Oh boy. Wow, wow, wowie, wow, wow. Wowie, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This- wowie, woo, wow, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is, oh golly, 
This is This is a very special episode. This is a very special episode. Let me give you a little bit of background regarding this. Um Jason Mantukas, whom you will hear on this episode, uh, he is uh, – you've heard him on the countdown previous to this. He was doing Gutterballs, Eric Gutterballs. That's and, right. Um, now it can be told. And uh, he's a, a great friend, great friend of the show, and we have a lot of fun when we do the episodes. And uh, we got into a bit <laughs> of a rhythm with him where he wanted to do it with Andy Daly a lot. Mm-hmm. And we did quite a few episodes together. <clears throat> Including one of my favorites of all time, number 200, mm-hmm. which was with Chip Gardner, honorary mayor of Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Um, who wanted to become the mayor of Hollywood. And uh, we just naturally, through us talking, Jason and I uh, pushed Andy into this convoluted mythology of where Chip. You really did. <laughs> You really did push him into it. <laughs> he did not expect to do that, but we <laughs> we came up with a storyline where Jason and I were child actors on a television show called Zap that Chip Gardner hosted, and the I believe thirty three other or thirty one other children there were thirty three of us all banded together to form a Voltron like uh, vessel for Satan to return. <laughs> Okay, that sounds complicated, but it's a really fun episode and uh, one that we just kind of uh, lucked into. (laughs) After that, we tried to – Jason always likes forcing Andy into situations in which he is uncomfortable and unprepared to – This is called – in the trade, this is called pimping. (laughs) This is where you – in improv – you put you really verbally push someone into a corner and make them go down a because you have to yes and you make them you go down make, a road you make them go down a road which they are unprepared to go down and yeah. you don't know whether they'll be able to get out yeah of it. yeah 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 one of uh since episode episode 200 we did another one with Andy where uh Jason uh said to me before the episode was recorded hey at a certain point let's force Andy to be himself Let's make him drop character and ask because uh, if you haven't heard the show before, every time Andy's on the show, uh, I was pimping him to commit suicide with <laughs> yeah. every one of his characters. And because uh, because a lot of his characters do have suicidal tendencies, it became a running joke where yeah. one of the first ones he ever did on the show was suicidal, and then the next one <laughs> that he did. We somehow got into suicide as well, yeah. so it became a running joke where every single one of my uh, every single time Andy was on, I would casually bring up suicide and Andy would admit – Andy in this character would admit that he was suicidal. Yeah. So in this episode uh, uh, that I'm talking about, Jason said, hey, let's try to get Andy to break character and ask why every single one of his characters is but suicidal. But he said this – Andy was not here for this part of the conversation. Andy was not there for this part of the conversation. <laughs> it was a surprise to Andy. And when, so when did Jason ask you this? Like before before Andy got there? Before Andy got there. It was actually a couple weeks before he said, hey, let's do another one. A couple one. weeks before? Yeah. He said, let's do another one with Andy and, and pull this surprise on him. <laughs> and if you listen to that episode, which I be, I forget what number it was or who was the guest, but uh, uh, just look for Jason and Andy. In that one, Andy turned it around and had all of his characters come in and all do a cavalcade of suicides. They yeah. all jumped out the window. <laughs> jumped out the window. So that was a lot of fun. So um, we were going to do another episode, and and this was episode 274, and this was just going to be a regular episode. And let me give you a little bit of background of what happened before this clip. Uh, 
In this episode, Andy is playing Gil, a ventriloquist, mm-hmm. and Golly, his ventriloquist dummy. Mm-hmm. And that was all Andy came in with. And he said, hey, I just am going to play uh, this ventriloquist and his ventriloqu- ventriloquist dummy, and the dummy is going to be a little bit weird, and you're going to find out he's weird. We said, okay, great. Um, we uh, talked to him for a bit. His catchphrase is, oh, golly. Oh, golly. Oh, golly. Um, and we find out that golly is actually just a cardboard box. He's not a ventriloquist dummy. He's a, he's a cardboard box, and um, – that Gil is basically a schizophrenic who hears Satan's voice and and he's saying it himself, but he's he's basically saying – he's listening to Satan communicate to him and he's saying through the guise of this ventriloquist dummy what Satan is saying to him. He supposedly met Golly on a boat in international <laughs> waters during a murder club as well. Of course. <laughs> Those are things that you need to know before yes. this clip. Yeah. Now, we did not know we were getting going to get into this, but sometimes when Jason and Andy and I get together, it becomes this weird thing. So this was episode 274. This is number two on your countdown, and you will hear exactly what happens with the rest of this episode. This is Ogali, number two. Number two. So now Gil and Golly is our oh, – by the way, we're here with Jason Manzoukas and uh, Gil and Golly is our special guest here on the show today and uh, are our special guests. That's a, right. A ventriloquist act uh, from the streets of Los Angeles. Yeah. Literally from the streets yep. of Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. uh, you've always wanted to be in show – or you always have been in show business? I've always been in show business. Ever since the day of that murder club? Yeah, that's right. Ever since I, I ended up back on shore, me and Golly, and I said goodbye to him because he was a fish. I said, goodbye, thou golly. I wonder if you'll ever return to me in another form. <laughs> you said that. So I you did. had some awareness of it. Well, I no, I didn't expect it. I just wondered. <laughs> just wondered, will you ever return to me in another form? Is there anything that you've ever wondered that has come true? Uh, I Like, I wonder if the people in this murder club are going to make it out of here alive? Or? I did wonder about that, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm wondering, me personally, I'm wondering if hmm? you're wondering is actually you're taking the pains to make these kind of things happen. You're blinking a lot. Yeah. You're blinking like an amount of times that I'm I'm finding unnerving. I've always been a blinker. (laughs) I mean, the amount of like blinking and licking your lips you're doing is kind of freaking me out. Oh, uh uh-huh. Well, who knows what that's about? Okay. You know. Yeah. And and yet you've done nothing to address your runny nose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the blinking, you're obviously taking care of the the dryness of your (laughs) eyes. There's no point. (laughs) There's no point dealing with a runny nose. It just keeps running, doesn't it? Oh. I wonder... Now I wonder, okay. I, I've got a pocket full of worms. What? <laughs> okay. Um, is, that a, is this a setup for a joke? Does, does Golly do the rest of this? Golly, I've got a pocket full of worms. Yes, you have. Oh, golly. Okay, so you, uh, you, you really do just have a pocket, pocket full of worms, worms oh don't you? Gosh. Yep. <laughs> um, let me... I, I'm I'm fascinated. I by can I can now I'm looking and there is a pocket that is writhing. Yeah, not all of them are alive, but some of some them of are. them are. Yeah, mm-hmm. a good seventy five percent. I don't know about that. Mm, I'm wondering about this murder club. I you know because first of all, oh, and we were gonna let Gil do some yeah, of his acts too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, oh, I can't wait. It seems like too much of a coincidence that the unwitting dupe who was invited to be murdered uh, out there in international waters would also 
rise up and and kill everyone else? I mean, it just seems it seems almost as oh, if. Oh wait, that, I'm a little oh, confused. Oh no, no, did, no. Did, 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 yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I didn't kill everyone. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I, I didn't and, think Gil did. Golly, yeah. I mean, I got. I mean, your friend Golly though took care of everyone. No, here. no, 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 no. Absolutely not. I didn't meet Golly until after that. When Golly was a fish, isn't that right? I was on the boat, Gil. <laughs> wait a minute. What are you talking about? I was in the murder club, Gil. Stop it. This is remarkable what I'm learning here. Scott's right. So well, you were you were part of the murder club? No, absolutely not. No, no. And, and what are you talking about, Golly? Oh, ho, 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 Golly. I put the murder club together. It was a deal with a ship captain. Let's snooker some people out here and kill them. Oh, golly. So this was not a murder club as much as it was you bringing a bunch of people out on a boat. Or golly, sorry. The only two members were me and the captain, and he died too. Oh, 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 oh golly. Oh, so just as a, let me just Remarkable. say. What? At the beginning, yeah. golly and the captain brought how many people aboard the ship to be murdered? Well, uh, I personally, I don't, I don't remember how many people were on there with me. I thought that I was duped into it, wasn't I, Golly? Yeah, you were duped into it. Oh, God, how many people were out there? How many other people? I'm very confused right now. Yeah, you should be. There was thirty-three people out there on that 30, boat. Thirty-three people. people. Is that because that's the year that Jesus Christ was murdered? That's right. It was all part of a plan to bring Satan back. Whoa! Bring Satan back. I, uh, this is all news to Holy me. Holy cow! So this was no some idea. sort of satanic ritual. What's going on? Gil, yeah, do you we remember? We were going to conjure Satan out in the water. Oh, remarkable. You, Jason, do you remember something? <laughs> there was some sort of satanic ritual that you and I were involved in. Is that right? I don't think so. I mean, we were on that kid's show together. We were together. on that kid's show together, but I don't remember any of the details about uh, that anymore. It's like I forget the details of being on that kid's show almost like every six months. But we did interview someone. I will say we this. Did. We we were doing it, we were interviewing okay. someone together side Gil, by side. Gil, I have a question for you. All right, okay? all right. And I'm, I just, I'm happy to answer. This has I been wanna, very illuminating. I think uh, I know what you're talking about. Gil, do you remember the ship captain's name? <laughs> By any but, chance. Well, how would I remember the ship? You're guy? right. I barely even met him. His name was Chip Gardner. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Wait, Chip Gardner. Oh, my God. Chip Gardner. That's ringing a bell for me. Of that, course that it is. Something... We interviewed him. Wait, you and me side by side? You and me. We were sitting across from each other in the other studio, it's... actually. Oh, but I we thought interviewed... we were side by Why do I think we were side by side? No, no, side by side. <laughs> Sorry, Chip Gardner is the guy. He was run over by a jeep. But why? Is he the, wanted to be the mayor yeah, of, what, of Hollywood. I, that's ringing. Something. It's very foggy. It's very foggy. But I am now wondering if he wasn't this ship's captain because he also was a devout Satanist. Oh, that's ringing. And I believe might have been a side by side. I can't. That's why I'm thinking of side by side. I am just bewildered. The plan was to slaughter 33 people by cutting out their hearts and then to kill Captain Chip Gardner so that Satan could take over his soul. And it worked beautifully. My goodness. Wait, so you, it killed, worked. you killed Chip Gardner? I, golly, what are you telling me here? So you're saying at a certain oh, oh, point oh, on this golly. boat, oh, golly. it is 34 dead bodies and you. 
I all I remember is jumping overboard at the urging of a fish. Because I, it seems to me like for this plan to t- to uh, be put into action, part, the 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 final step is to kill Chip Gardner. But we've seen Chip Gardner. I don't think I don't think it he's does dead. Sound that way. So it seems to me like maybe unless, the plan didn't work. Unless Chip Gardner is Satan on Earth, and we just didn't get that. Oh, okay. Or, You're or finally perhaps- figuring it out. <laughs> That's precisely what happened on that boat. Wait, then who are you? <laughs> uh, well, I, that's Golly. Yeah, I'm Bill. Golly. Who are you? That's <laughs> yes, Go- You must. You know all the answers, Golly. So why don't you just explain who you yourself are? <laughs> I'm just a cardboard box. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Well, okay. Well, I guess that does make that sense. Tracks. Yeah, all well. right. Hey, hey, Gil. <laughs> hmm. Are you at all nervous that Golly's here? I'm very afraid of Golly. What are you afraid of? Golly is the source of all evil in the world. What? Golly is? Yes. Is that is he higher than Satan? Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Gil? Go- golly. Nothing, Gil, golly. what are you talking about? It's... I know you didn't give me ears, but I don't need them to hear. Oh, oh my gosh. Golly. Oh, oh, oh golly. <laughs> <laughs> Gil, Gil, what if we put the box outside? Would that make you more comfortable? Yeah, maybe we can just put what if we, uh, outside. Is that okay? Let me I'll just do, put yeah. the... I'm gonna, You're going to do it, Jason? Yeah, okay. Don't put me outside. What are you doing? I don't want to go outside. I'm just going to put the... Golly, get out, guys. No! Oh, wow. Okay. My goodness. How do you feel now? Gil, you can speak freely now if you'd like. a little bit better. Yes, I have reason to believe that... Golly is Satan's commander. I'm the glass of water now. Whoa! 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 Whoa. That was freaky. Oh. Just drink the glass of water. Drink it. (laughs) Really quickly. Okay, good. Golly's gone. Oh, wait, no. Now Golly's inside of you. I didn't even think about that. It may take him a little while to assume another form, but he will soon enough. Well, let's see. So anything we want to say without him here, we'd better get to. Okay. What should we say? How did you leave things with Chip Gardner? <laughs> well, uh, uh, Chip, how did we leave it with Chip Gardner? I don't really remember, <laughs> to be uh, honest I, with you. Uh, no, well, we were interviewing him. Side um, by side, yeah. We realized, okay, we realized you that- You and I were we, side by side, weren't we? we? Yes, we were side by side interviewing him uh, right, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the other studio. And that's that's what I remember. I honestly don't remember a lot of it, but I remember- You guys are side some, by side? Some, no, no, we're not no. side by side. Oh, oh, no, no, no. What does that even mean? I, all I remember oh, is- Oh, it means two sets of genitalia next to each other. Oh, no, we were we're not that. No, but no. Then why am I thinking side by side? Cuz now that I remember I'm picturing it you we were across from each other. Okay, we were across from each other, but I think you're just remembering the phrase side by side. But what I, I think you're crazy. focused mm-hmm. more on that and I think what you're forgetting is yes. that we had been on Chip Gardner's TV show. Oh, wait, that TV show that you and I were on when yeah. we were kids? Wait, okay, hang on. Scott? The, the Zoom-like Scott, show? Scott, 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 hang on, hang what, on. What, what, Do you, oh, oh my God. What's wrong? Do you remember when we were on that show, it. we went out on Chip Gardner's boat? Wait, the Chip Gardner, the Chip, guy, the guy who was in charge of that show, the Chip ho- Gardner, who was in charge of that show, he had a boat. I don't he was a, this. he was a, a high priest of Satan. I mean, what we're led to believe now is that he was in cahoots with uh, with Gil here. If I, Golly chose you to go out on a boat with Chip Gardner, I'm worried. I think Wait, you mean the other thirty-one cast members. Exactly. That's exactly it. We were on a boat. All I'm all I don't remember any of this. I just have Scott, a seasick feeling. Scott, I have a horrible feeling. I think I know. Oh. Oh, God, I feel like I'm about to throw up from the seasickness right now. Scott, I think 
that we might be dead. What? Dead? Scott, I think that maybe, perhaps, let me just put this out there. Maybe, perhaps, we weren't on that boat, golly slash gill, and Chip Gardner murdered us in an effort to bring about Satan's reign on Earth... And then that has come to pass, and we now just exist on Earth with a Satan ruling. I mean, look outside. It's the middle of the day, and it is pitch black. You're finally figuring it out. Okay. Okay, this is freaking me out, man. freaking me out. You guys are dead. I am Satan's high commander, and you guys are dead, and you are in a netherworld between heaven and hell because there is a great battle commencing between good and evil. What? It is not what? determined yet where the dead will go, to heaven or to hell. Wait, it's oh. almost as if heaven and hell are closed? Heaven and hell are currently temporarily closed. Temporarily? While the battle determines where the souls of the departed will go okay. from here forward. Well, who is... Okay, 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 okay. Oh. So I understand now. I'm starting okay. to piece it together. Yes! Okay, so you've got... And and bizarrely, Scott, we are connected to a lot of these people. Well, we're a we, chain in this... In this uh, we're a link in the chain. I think so. I think it is our souls uh, allowed for Satan to arrive on Earth in the form of Chip Gardner, Cactus Tony... Where does Don DeMillo fit into all this? Yeah, what I Don, DeMillo Don DeMillo is my supreme commander. What? 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 No. Holy cow. Wait, you're you're Satan's supreme commander. <laughs> and Don, Don DeMillo is your you? supreme commander? Yes. Oh, this is rich. He is the administrator of all evil for all creation throughout the known and unknown universes in perpetuity. Is that why he can't commit suicide? I guess so. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I oh feel gosh. like, oh my God. Okay, so there's Cactus Tony, there's John DeMille. The forces of evil are amassing. Scott, what we need are heroes. We need heroes. We need heroes. We need people. We need strong, like strapping, who, strong, strapping people. People who like who like exercise their bodies to the point where their muscles are pure and like, good. Like trainers? Like trainers. Oh. We need trainers. We need, you know, we, you know, you know who else we need? We need like, we need some, like a, like a man to ride off of the range. What, like, like a horseman? Like, like a horseman, a horseman who's been out in the leathery skin out in the out in the sun no but he'd also have to have a wonderful way with words where would you find someone (laughs) where would we like a horseman of the apocalypse almost perhaps it is the apparently it is the apocalypse we need a horse we need we can't let golly win this war for our souls point in what you're talking about if you're talking about putting together a personal trainer and a hero of the west to take on the forces of evil maybe a singer Maybe, maybe a singer or a wannabe singer. Yeah, a guy somebody who's somebody who's who's obsessed who's, with fifties doo wop music. Who is and who has such a positive point of view on the world. Uh huh. This such sounds optimism? like a difficult team to defeat, but I have a secret weapon. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, the, at you le- have a at, secret weapon, Golly. At, at the very least, Golly, you're being held back by your physical form at this point. So. Yes, that is correct. I have outlasted the usefulness of this body. What, what? does that mean? I Wait, don't like. Gil, don't that like doesn't sound good. Gil, why are you standing up? The time has come. Wait, what is happening? The time Gil, has come Gil, for Gil, the evil dragon supreme what? of the earth. Ah, oh, Gil. Ah, get away Gil. from that. Ah. Oh, my God. Hell's on the <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh. Listeners, what just happened was 
I was Gil slash Golly jumped out the window. Okay, which we have never We've seen. Never before. seen anything like that. At least as I far don't. As I can remember. I can't remember ever seeing somebody jump out the I've Earwolf never seen Studios that before. window. I don't think I'll ever see it again. But interestingly, interestingly, he his his his, his it, Gil's body Once he hit the ground. Gil's body split into nothing. Yeah, it's just so like it went and, into dust. And a winged demon. Flew off into the darkness because even though it is two o'clock in the afternoon, it is pitch black with like uh, like red skies. Yes, and with he, like lava. It looks like lava is dripping yeah. from the sky, and he grew like leathery skin yeah. wings. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like jutted out of his body with like sharp spikes. And at the then end. And I don't know if you caught this, Scott. I may have, but he said as he was flying off into the distance, uh-huh. "Hail Don DeMillo. <laughs> Hail Don DeMillo. He said, "Hail Don DeMillo. I did miss that. I didn't. Uh, but I didn't know if the mics caught it, so I wanted oh, to say it. Thank and you and so I'll be much. honest with you, that filled me, that made my blood run cold. Oh my god. Because gosh. the idea that somewhere out there Don DeMillo is running, we need to amass a team we of heroes. We need to amass a team because we this need, because is bad a, for a battle is coming for the for the souls of humanity. It's being waged right now. Look at these skies. I know, my this goodness. is terrible. This is terrible. Wait, do you hear that outside? What I hear that? like a, a a clangy clangy outside. <laughs> yep. I hear the I hear the like, sound of someone walking or the sound of keys on a wood table. Yeah, I'm not sure what, but it sounds like spurs. Oh, it. oh, uh, come, come in. in. Did, did I just call the booking agent or what happened? <laughs> Gentlemen, it's me, Dalton Wilcox, poet laureate of the West. Thank God. That's right. I want you to know that my book, you must buy your wife at least as much jewelry as you buy your horse and other poems and observations, humorous and otherwise, from a life on the range, is now available for the Kindle. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, but that's secondarily, not Dalton, oh, okay. Dalton, yeah. Secondarily, it sounds as though the time has come for the great battle between good and evil. Yep. What? It's, 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 I mean, it's clearly, the time is nigh. The evil triumvirate of Don DeMello and Satan in the form of Chip Gardner. So and you know all this. Golly, oh yes. <laughs> Bill Carter and I have known about this for a long time. <laughs> you have? Because we were going to catch you up on everything. No hey, need. You've been fighting vampires this whole time, like almost like demons on Earth. So yep. is that why you're so experienced at this? That's right. Bill Ooh. and I have been training. and uh, He's been training you? He's not a physical trainer. Holy shit. Whoa. Holy shit. He's been training stars for the battle to come between oh. good and evil. Wait, no, but what right. can we do? How can we help? How can we help? How, what can two dead people do to help you? This uh, space that you are in right now is a uh, conduit, a meeting place for the forces of good and the forces of evil. <sighs> and if uh, if we you can convene here in this place, all the forces of good, we can put our we can put our army together and rise up. Let me ask you this. Yeah, we've got you. Yeah, we've got. Um, We've got Bill, uh, Bill Carter, Bill Carter, Carter trainer the trainer to the, to the stars. stars. We probably have. Stars, we probably have hot dog. Do we have hot dog? I hope hot dog's part of this battle. <laughs> I don't. I is don't. hot dog? I mean, is hot dog have value? I'm not entirely sure what an asset hot dog would be. Well, doesn't he have <laughs> such a beautiful singing voice that the, uh, the the demons of hell would cry at the very? Ooh, I know who we need. What's that? We need that guy who's a comedian for kids parties. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> I'm not remembering him. <laughs> A comedian for kids' parties? <laughs> he have a he has a comedy act, but it's 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 completely inappropriate for children's parties. I don't really remember. Is he an elderly gentleman? <laughs> oh, I don't recall. Oh my god. Okay, forget it. Forget it. Not him. Not him. Well, uh, well I, re- I really thought everybody was going to get on board for that one. Nope. 
I well, don't remember him. Okay. Let me tell you this. Let me solemnly swear to you. Yeah. Jason and I will band these people together, mm-hmm. and we will fight this battle alongside of you. We know no limits. Mm-hmm. We are here. We, I will die again. For yeah. this to come, I will. I'm like, I want. I will be the agent Coulson to your Avengers. I will happily lay down my life. I do not fear death, as I have already died once. And from this moment on, we shall wage this war with you. What do you say? To I'll get to work on a poem. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe that's not, <laughs> maybe that's not necessary. But we we will wage this war. Ba- <laughs> we need a battle cry. Yes. You must buy your wife at least as much jewelry as you buy your horse. (laughs) And other poems and observations. Humorous and otherwise. From the life of the rain. Available on the Kindle. (laughs) Our battle cry cannot be a promotional promotional plug for your book. Why not? Especially on the the Kindle? I'll say it. It, it, These these are the end times. It's also available on the Nook. Wait. Somebody's at the door. Oh, my God. Is it good or is it evil? Who is that? Oh, my God, it's... Ah! To be continued. Number two. To be continued. <laughs> TBC. We, we have never done that before on the show. <clears throat> yeah, I, rem- I remember how strange that was when I was listening to it. Yes, we basically got into a position where <laughs> we knew we were at the end of the show. We didn't know how to end it. And so... We had something very dramatic end, and then we all screamed, and then we looked at each other and said, I think that's it. Maybe this is a cliffhanger? (laughs) And we didn't quite know how to end that particular episode. (laughs) So that was episode 274, and – you know, that was the end. And people expected on episode 275 <laughs> that we were then going to do the second part. Right. We did not do that. That's because how it works. we did not know what to do. Yeah. So that was number two on the countdown. That was, uh, you know, a great uh, tour de force of Andy Daly, of course. And uh, was that the was it in this episode or was it in the sequel to this episode? Where he kept saying he didn't want Ogali to be the name of the episode. <laughs> That's the sequel. The sequel. Oh, because Ogali, you, you devil. devil yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there is a sequel to that episode, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, no. When we come back. Because no one liked it, obviously. No one liked it. When we come back, we'll have number one on the countdown <laughs> after this. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Oh, yeah. We're at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, an anthropomorphic picture. <laughs> Not a picture, a no. picture. Why wouldn't he shatter when he tried to break through the wall? One would wall? think that the wall would be stronger than this picture. Is it that his arms, he's leading with his arms, and his arms are so powerful? Maybe his arms are made of diamond. Got arms like a diamond. <laughs> Got arms like a diamond. <laughs> and you know, diamonds can cut brick. <laughs> they are the sharpest That's right. thing known to man. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Hey, Kool-Aid. <laughs> Let's talk about him for a little bit more. Um, we're back here. This It's that magic moment. That magic moment. When we're at number one when in the countdown. countdown. Terrible. Now we're singing just to do it. Yeah, we are. Right? I don't know, but I enjoy singing. I enjoy singing too, Scott. Uh, you know, Jimmy Pardo and I have talked about an all-singing episode of Never Not Funny. 
We have never done it before. <laughs> I, what would that be? I think it would be an hour of us just like – just Chicago songs? <laughs> yeah, probably. And that one Manny Patinkin song that he sings? <laughs> Which one is that? Coffee in a cardboard cup? Coffee in a cardboard cup. Coffee. I think she said coffee. I know she said coffee. What? Wait, wait. What's in a cardboard cup. What, why? what is that? Are you doing a little Saul from uh, Homeland? No, he he does that in that song in the recorded Ooh, version. Why he goes back and forth from all these different characters? So and one, one of them's a monster. <laughs> one one of them, I believe, is a New York gentleman who's probably a fry cook at this place. And that when he's going coffee, that is a, a woman, I believe, a waitress who works at the place. Oh, I see. So he's going back and forth from these two voices because that's what people wanted out of a Mandy Patinkin song at yeah, the time yeah. was him. Uh, much like in Follies, mm-hmm. if you've heard his Buddies Blues from Follies, sure I have. I guess she really loves me. Shaliver, she says. Shaliver. Shaliver. <laughs> Shaliver twist. Shaliver. <laughs> Do you like Oliver Twist, but you think that, uh, you know, he's not shallow enough? So that's then the plot of Shaliver, Shaliver Twist. twist. Uh, more gruel, kind sir. <laughs> and what about a little bit of Gucci? I I am so glad. I, I am glad for the listening audience that they couldn't see the gesture that you made when you said a little Gucci. A little Gucci. Hey, a hey, little Gucci. A little night Gucci. Well, welp. This is it, man. This is it. Before the break, we heard number two. We heard uh, Oh Golly, which was a cliffhanger. And mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Uh that's the end of that. You know, we're probably never, we're never. You'll have to go investigate the resolution of that, uh, and you should on some other episode of this podcast because we have to get to number one on our countdown. Number one. That's right, number one. What mm. are, What do you think this might be? Well, the best episode. Right? Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying there's a surprise upset and the worst episode has been voted number one? <laughs> I'm doing uh, my Nate Dog R.I.P. Uh, impression from the 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 next episode is that famous song. Do you wait a minute? You know I don't that know what you're talking. You about. know that Eminem song really well, but you don't my know favorite the next. Song. You don't know the next episode. No, my favorite song. <laughs> Hold up, yeah. Guess who's back? Back again. I can listen up. to that forever and ever and ever. I lose interest after You really that. ought to get into more gangster rap, especially uh, the West Coast variety, uh, if you like that so much. Bebo. Ball droid. <laughs> oh, ball droid. <laughs> A worthy successor to Lobot, <laughs> the only other bald person in the Star Wars universe. What about Mace Windu? Oh, that's true. Yeah. And I guess, was Grandma Tarkin, was he bald? Grandma Tarkin had a wig. Yeah, the gray wig. Yeah, <laughs> with a knitting needle stuck in there. <laughs> I guess C-3PO is bald. <laughs> For that matter, R2-D2. <laughs> as well as Baldroid. Um, all right. Well, let's get to number one. Everyone's wondering, what could it be? What could it be? What could I know it be? I am. Well, guess what? It's episode 300. Oh, golly, you devil. Oh! The conclusion of the cliffhanger. So you don't have to investigate what you don't. the cliffhanger might I was be. This is it right now. You. you got me. Uh, you got me because I didn't know. I had no prior knowledge what any of the episodes were. You know, and you never will. <laughs> <laughs> so even if I listen to these best of episodes. You will never, in your dumb brain, you will oh, never put hey, the pieces together. What? Why? Dumb brain. Dumb brain. Dumb brain. Another star. Ball droid and dumb brain. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're a new C3PO and R2D2. Dumbrin. <laughs> I say. I say Dumbrin. Wait, so that's Baldroid, the one that we saw <laughs> yeah, in the trailer right. has the that's English right. accent? Where's my, new twist. Where's my toupee? He just oh, Baldroid just looks like a person. If Baldroid doesn't talk like that now in the new Star Wars, I'm going to be really disappointed. Do you think now? Do you think that Baldroid? He's he's a he's a beep boop robot, right? I, I, I imagine he would be. Yeah. Oh, if he's not called Baldroid, <laughs> and he just doesn't talk like that. JJ, you have made a mistake. Come on, JJ Abrams, my improv mate. That's right. Your old scene partner. <laughs> That's right. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, uh, Ben Schwartz uh, had me on his show Snow Pants where he has non-improvisers uh, improvise with improvisers. We talk about it a lot on the Solo Bolo and uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was me and J.J. Abrams. <laughs> and guess who was great at improv? J.J. Abrams. <laughs> great at everything. Uh, that, uh, be, boo, be, Baldroid, I say. <laughs> there is a guy named... Frank Pulaski, mm-hmm. who is the third? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Who puts together, he does these really wonderful uh, videos. Videoizations, he calls them. Hmm. Of uh, of this very podcast, a lot of times the freestyle rap. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll, uh, he put together a supercut of Amy Poehler's raps, I mm-hmm. believe. And he does, uh, what, what other ones does he, does he do? Oh, he did the, yes, the one you're about to talk about. <laughs> he has done, on numerous occasions, <laughs> he has taken... Audio of us doing the Star Wars Cantina theme and uh, put that over video. Of, and I, of Star Wars. Yes. And I have – and various other things. <laughs> right. And I have on my on my YouTube channel mm-hmm. – uh, Paul F. Tompkins, go to my YouTube channel. I have a playlist that's called The Cantina and it's every one that he has done. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah, I didn't so know you, you had can a watch YouTube them all. channel. Yeah. I got to get one of those. Well, I look forward to your text on how much you enjoy it. <laughs> I'll text him. He's the one who made it. You're just the server. I collected them all into a playlist. <laughs> Don't I get credit for that? I ball droid. I gotta roll on out of here. <laughs> oh, if he What if he sounds like that? Hey, I'm ball droid. I'm ball droid over here. Do you think there'll be anything weirdly cute like uh uh Jar Jar in Oof. these Star Wars things? I can't imagine there would be. They uh, they have to be going really far on the other. I mean, there will be some comedy, don't you? Think? I think there will be. They, they'll go far the other way in something that's just disgusting, like a thing you don't want to look at. Just a thing that's like got pustules mm-hmm. and weeping sores, mm-hmm. and constantly mucus is coming out of its or like nostrils. Jabba the Hutt's mom uh, will be there and like with her open legs Mabba, and Mabba. and Jabba will be coming out of her. Yeah, Mabba the Hutt. We'll see his wide birth. vagina. We'll see his birth, even though it's in the future. <laughs> well, it, it'll be video. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Look at they're gonna gather around. Look at a video of Jabba the Hutt's Han birth. Han and Chewbacca. Yeah, hey, you gotta see this. Hey, Chewie, get over here. <laughs> Do you think that the 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 actors will reprise their performances from the original Star Wars movies? Because they've changed their personalities a lot. Yeah, Carrie Fisher is now like sort of a little more sardonic than she was back then. That's right. And Han uh, uh, is more of a grump. Yeah, now. But I guess he was grumpy in the Star Wars movies. Yeah, no but he, but he was young. He was young enough that it didn't seem grumpy. It yeah. seemed like he seemed like a cool dude. Is that what it is? Han Solo's performance hasn't changed. He's just aged yeah. to where now he just looks like a grumpy old man. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> well, I look forward to that forty-five minute scene where they watch Jabba the Hutt's <laughs> birth video. Forty-five minutes. Yep. It's pretty easy as as labors go. 
Yep. That's not so bad. <laughs> not so bad. Do you think it was natural? No, I think it was a C-section. Oh. <laughs> you have to. You know, those huts, they're a lot like Boston Terriers. They cannot be born without a C-section. Is that true? That is true, my friend. Why can't Boston Terriers be born natural? Something to do with their the proportions of their body. It's an unfortunate part of the Boston Terrier, which, which makes- It's not that they're like biting on the way out. No. Like, oh, God. <laughs> but they're puppies. They're like I little know. tiny puppies. It's something, no, it's something to do with the, the way the, the mother, the construction of, of their body, I believe. I Now, to be fair, I'm talking from a position of ignorance oh, good. on this. I own a Boston Terrier. Oh, but I, then let me say stuff. Here's what I heard it was, is that a gypsy cursed Boston Terriers- Thinner. <laughs> Directly to the uterus. Uh-huh. Thinner, Thinner uterus. Yeah. Thinner. Um, but no, they, uh, that's that's one of the unfortunate things and why uh, you shouldn't try to get a bred Boston Terrier because it's kind of inhumane to to keep making them. As far as I know, this is what I've heard. And I if, if I'm wrong, correct me and I will. By the way, speaking of corrections – uh, from episode one, are you earlier, opening the Department of the Corrections I office? Am Corrections Department office, um, Kansas in Mountain Time. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Remember when we sang? Of course, I do remember uh, that wonderful song. Look it up, Scotty. Look it up, Scotty. Look it up. Look, look it up, Scotty. Look the it up. The best part was you, as you were typing, singing. You and were clapping. stopping to clap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, you gave me the encouragement I needed to look it up, That's and right. the very first thing said ha, said Kansas in mountain time, mm-hmm. and I assumed that meant all of Kansas was in mountain time. Apparently, what I had looked up was the fact that only four counties Weird. in Kansas are in mountain time. Otherwise, they're central timers. Otherwise, they are sent. That is odd, isn't that? It's is very wild. odd. Weird. Weird. <laughs> wild stuff. Why? Why bother? I wonder. Yeah. And I wonder if the people in these counties just say, can we just please be intent? All of our neighbors. Hey, you know what? All of our neighbors get their TV earlier than us. Can we please just be mountain Please. 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 It's it's very bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre, as OMC once. How bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Got engineer Cody Sam on that one. Ah, he loved it. Um, it's a rare occurrence when the engineers laugh at the show. Usually they stare with hatred at us. <laughs> That's true. That's Shaking their fists, true. which is very distracting. It's a little distracting. All right. Let's get to number one on the Fine. Countdown. I don't fucking care, Scott. Oh, golly, you devil. This is the uh, climactic conclusion to the Oh, golly saga. Now, <laughs> when we left off, uh, there was a knock on the door. Who was behind that knock? We won't hear it in this clip, uh, but it was <laughs> Chip Gardner, mm-hmm. candidate for honorary mayor of Hollywood. We talked about him before. That's right. Now, he admitted that he was Satan incarnate. He admitted that. <laughs> he, had, he offered that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yes. we, we did not need to torture him. No. He conceded. To get that information? Yes, I am. He gave it up willingly. Yeah. Uh, he told us he told Jason and I that we have been dead and we're dead ever since we were, we were on that Zap show as children. <laughs> That's right. In 1981, we died, <laughs> and hell was closed. And everyone <laughs> who had died since 1981 resided within a twilight nether region that included Kurt Cobain and everyone mm-hmm. else who had died since 1981. All right, that's what you need to know. Tom Davies. Um, what's that? Tom Deluise. <laughs> Tom Deluise. I thought you said Tom Deluise. <laughs> yeah, him too. <laughs> One has to assume that Dom's father was Tom. Yes. And that he wanted to name him after himself, but the doctor misheard. That's right. And wrote down Dom. Classic story. 
Once a name is written down on a birth certificate, it cannot be it changed. It cannot be changed. Famale. <laughs> so we then uh, Dalton Wilcox, who we heard in the last cowboy, one, the poet laureate of po- the West of the West. He wrote a poem to commemorate the battle. <laughs> he recited it. Then in came Hot Dog, who is a uh, a uh, erstwhile singer who wants wanted to join Shana Na. That's right. And a uh, skier in the 60s. Did you greet him when he walked through the door? I did. I said, what's up, hot dog? Right there in that very clip. Uh, Bill Carter, trainer to the (laughs) starseekingstars.com, came in. Uh, Very old man with big muscles. (laughs) Cactus Tony came in, who is- uh, Shadowy, mysterious figure. uh, Yeah, kind of- Sort of an aide-de-camp of Don DeMello. Yes, and he wears all uh, snakeskin. That's right. Golly was there, the puppet. Uh, He came back. Cardboard box puppet. And then Byron Denniston- who, uh, the Royal Watcher. The Royal Watcher from a previous episode who – I believe Bob Odenkirk was on that episode who mm. uh, wanted to – he was not a Royal Watcher in the sense of he followed the exploits of the royal family. He literally was uh, perched in a tree across the street from Buckingham Palace mm-hmm. with binoculars trying to see when the the baby – when the royal baby would be born so he could steal it and name it Beetle Bailey <laughs> after one of his favorite comic strips. He came and he brought the royal baby. All right. Now, uh, at some point, they were going to slit the baby's throat mm-hmm. and pour the blood upon a magical stone. It's a funny show. From which Excalibur was pulled. Yep. And uh, they were going to bring back the end times. Mm-hmm. Now, Jason and I- Bring, bring back the end times. <laughs> yes. From the future. Oh, I see. Back do do the, go on. Yes. <laughs> They were going to pull them from the future yes, into the present. That's right. They were residing in the future. Mm-hmm. They were going to pull them back pull them towards back. us here in the present. <laughs> the present. Yes. <laughs> because without a little help, they would always just stay there that's in the right. future. You've done due diligence. Put, pray continue. <laughs> so when we pick this back up, uh, all of these people are here. And this was uh, – this. we were going to hear this until the end of the – the conclusion of this saga. We we several of these characters are in the forces of good. Several of these characters are in the forces of evil. And there's going to be a final battle, uh, which we will hear right now. This is yes. May I say, if you are a new listener, mm-hmm. you're about to hear the end of this episode. Yes. Yes. So, well, not the end. End. Yeah. Okay, but still, you might want to just go back and listen to the pause, whole thing. Listen to the whole thing. Uh, but we're going to hear it now. This is the climactic conclusion to the Ogali saga. This is episode three hundred. Ogali, you devil, you're number one. Number one. Well, I have to say, Dalton, it's now looking like the forces of evil are gaining momentum here. I, Let's I, take a look at the telly board. Who's on what side? Well, okay. you have Dalton Wilcox. Hot and dog. I count for three. Because I got count for oh boy, because that's how so strong and powerful I am. Times. You got to count me three times. You got to say Dalton Wilcox, ship, Dalton Wilcox, Dalton Wilcox. We, we into count, a mirror, and we, then you <laughs> you, you will can summon appear. me anytime. But Chip, you count for three because you're Chip, you're Gretchen, and the Lizard. Oh, and Satan for and the Satan. Point, four. Count for four. You're outnumbered at this point, Dalton. Because Dalton, you, you don't even have any AKAs. You don't. You're not even like in the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. That's okay. I'm yeah, just pointing it out. I think you need more people. I mean, I think. Who's showing up right now? Who is Who's, open? Would you mind opening gonna, the door? I'm going to open the door. I don't know if this is for good or evil. This the minute the person talks, though, we'll know exactly who it is. Okay. Hey, open it. Uh, Patrick 
McMahon? Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Patrick. It's great to be here. Hello. How are you, Patrick? How are you doing? It's been Our so favorite limerick long. writer. That's right. Uh, yeah, you and I had a real limerick off that we one really time. Did. That was a lot of fun, it wasn't really it? Did. Yeah. Yeah, and how are you? It's nice to see you. I'm great. It's so yeah. great to see you. What are you doing here? Well, I've been summoned here for a battle. You're part of this as yeah, well. Yeah, part of the battle oh, between good and evil. Well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. On which side do you fall? I am staunchly on the side of the good because I've recently been named Irish Person of the Year Holy by the Ancient yeah. Order of the Hybrid. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah you were congrats. there with a really interesting Irish guy. That's right. That's who right. Who is so incredibly uniquely Irish yeah. and authentic. Oh, that's right. Well, absolutely. Is it, uh, the president of the Asian Order of the Iberians bestowed upon me the great honor of Irish Person of the Year. And that's a Catholic order. It's an organization of the, of the, of the Catholic Church. And so I feel that, uh, honor bound to be uh, on the side of good. On the side of good. Good. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, so Patrick. Dalton here recited his epic poem about the forces of good and evil. Well, I haven't prepared a limerick if that's where you're going. But that is where I'm limerick. going. But since no, you're so amazing at it, I think... <laughs> no, I've never up. claimed to be any good at that limerick. I'm, a, I'm an Irish storyteller, and then limericks are, are a sideline at best, and I really don't do them all that often. I haven't prepared one or anything like now, that. Now, here is Patrick McMahon's limerick about the battle between good and evil. Oh, I can't As I say, I haven't this. prepared one... And oh, boy, this is going to be good. I have to remind myself of the structure. <laughs> no, this is not part of it because I haven't got one. Um, I really just came here to fight. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, well, you know the structure there. Da 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 da. No, right. Well, that's the rhythm yeah. of one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's time to come up with a limit. I might have done this ahead of time. All right. I, I might have known it was going to come up. Um, a great battle is being waged. Oh. In the twilight nether realm is where it's staged. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Is that part of it? Mm. Evil might win. Um, which would be a great sin. I tell you what, I really like that Greek yogurt by Phage. Is that oh, what it is? Is that how it's pronounced? <laughs> I don't is it Phage? It's yeah. not, but that's all right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That was Listen a rallying me. cry. Yeah. Well, is that your, good. I'll is that, take another crack at it a little later. I'm going to have a snack. Purpose? Oh. oh, you're going to eat a snack. Is that your purpose? <laughs> that really made me hungry. It legitimately made me hungry. <laughs> expel a lot of energy. Okay, wow. Legit, Patrick legit. McMahon, this is so... Now, now, the forces of good are starting to take Yeah, the scales turn. have been tipped a little bit. What have we got on our side now? Okay, well, you've got your Dalton Wilcox times three. That's right, that's right, that's right. You have hot dog over here. Here I am, man. Here. What, what are you eating, hot dog? <laughs> I'm eating a hot dog, man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Bill Carter. Known. Yeah, that... <laughs> also eating a hot yeah, dog. Yeah, what are you eating? <laughs> I'm having a Luna bar. Oh, oh I thought you were. Those la- are for women, Bill. Bill, those are for women. That's what they tell you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Those have like those have like estrogen in them. So that's right. You should not eat those. Bill, the estrogen <laughs> attacks the testosterone, and the testosterone builds itself up to do battle with the estrogen in your system. And I got ten times the testosterone. So you're challenging any other guy, challenging the testosterone to but make it, it fight harder. It always, it. yeah, it's always making it fight. Which is, you always want your testosterone active. All I eat is Luna bars. Now I'm on a Luna. That I'm is on a 100% very unha- Luna on many bar levels. Very unhealthy. I'm out of bowel movement in nine months. 
We have uh, um, Cactus Tony, of course. We have Cactus Tony, who moved from the forces of evil to the forces of good. And listen, I might go back. There's no telling. I might go back to the forces of evil. Cactus Tony, you're kind lady in the tramping that hot dog with hot dog over here. <laughs> <laughs> you're at the other end of it. We're all having a snack. I think that limerick made all of us hungry. It's like everybody shares a mic and everybody shares a hot dog. Everybody's sharing. Oh me. God. Oh, God. I am the microphone. Oh golly. I'm so here. You devil. Um. We have Golly. Again, please do not make that the name of the episode. <laughs> I will not. We have Chip Gardner, a.k.a. The Lizard, a.k.a. Gretchen, a.k.a. Satan. On the side of evil. We have Golly. We yeah. have uh, Byron Denniston. Here I am. And, with Beetle Bailey, the royal baby. And, just, and a baby Bjorn. Did we ever figure out where that uh, stone was? Oh, yes. It's on the way. It's someone, on the way. Someone's bringing it now. Oh, oh someone bring it. Who is bringing okay, it? Hey, I'll answer that. The fuck I gotta bring this fucking rock all the way from goddamn England? Oh. Jesus Christ. Is it? This is, uh... D- Go ahead. You you know who I am. <laughs> ben? Danny? No, come on. Sorry. Danny, Danny Mahoney. Life at a Party Incorporated now. <laughs> you can recognize say- him because his many coats. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> from I'm Life at a Party. a couple of different coats. This one right here is the heaviest coat commercially available. <laughs> anyway, if you want a heavier coat than this, you got to have it's it made chain special. Mail. It's a chainmail coat. It is. It's interwoven with metal. In a coat. I haven't seen you since you did uh, a commentary on our season one DVD. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did do that. How did that turn out? It turned out great. Well, People good. enjoyed it. Oh, good. <laughs> All you ended up doing was retelling the story of the batteries, <laughs> which you were telling there on the episode. Well, listen, what, is that not what you're supposed to do on commentaries? <laughs> you commentary on what's happening. We never got to anything new. You just retold all those details. This is the situation. I got a boombox, okay? <laughs> okay. And now, when I show up to work at a party, I bring the boombox. Cool. I've had this boombox going on. I mean, I've had it since the 80s. It's a good boombox. It's Panasonic. Oh, yeah. We've heard this many It's a high-quality boombox. You can do It's got cassettes. No. You can't buy these now. It's got cassettes and DVDs. You okay. could literally- DVDs? Or whatever they call the fucking- uh, CDs. CDs. Huh? CDs. CDs. Compact discs, Danny. Sure. You can literally, if you want to, you can't go cassette to CD, but you could go CD to cassette on this thing. <laughs> I don't know what the difference would be. Huh? In terms of mixing? You could take a CD and record it onto a cassette oh, on this machine. Likewise, okay. ditto on the radio. Right. You could you could tape record okay, fine. things that are on the radio, okay. but it well, runs on D batteries. Yes, we know. How many batteries? <laughs> this thing takes eight batteries at wow. one time. It runs on eight batteries. He's got a bag full of... D yeah, batteries. no, no, I'm aware. I got a jam full of D batteries. Yeah. Once or twice, <laughs> I have accidentally put the I, old battery back. Not even the- accidentally, not thinkingly, because I'm in the <laughs> middle of a thing. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm in the middle of a party and my boombox goes dead and everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck is going on? What's wrong with this guy? You don't want to leave batteries box? on the floor in the middle of a party. What are you playing on that boombox? I'm playing, you know, at a CNC Music Factory. I'm playing uh, Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. Sure, Bare Naked sure. Ladies? Bare Naked Ladies? You can't dance to that. No. Anyhow, uh, yeah. So a couple times I emptied the dead uh, D batteries into the gym bag. Yeah, we know so this story quite well. 1632 <laughs> batteries in there that are, not, that are dead. Mixed in with like you 150 put, put one bad batteries. battery in a bunch of eight. That's the you problem. got a dead, and you can't figure out which one it is. No, do you ever? There's get no a way bat- from looking at it whether it's what dead or not. What about a battery tester? A what? <laughs> See, this would solve all of your problems. A battery We've never tester. About this. A battery tester. How does it work? You put you put it up against the thing, and if it's got a charge, it'll tell you the thing. The Are you making te- this up? No, it's called a battery. There's test. literally a battery. How about tester? this? Yeah. I'm going to go one step further. All right, get rid of the boombox. 
Okay, get rid of the batteries. Buy all new ones. And get something like an iPhone with a Bluetooth speaker that oh, has a fucking, rechargeable fuck battery. Fuck that. Fuck that. Okay, okay, Danny. Right. I'm not going to do I'm, that. This aggressive iPhone. attitude. Hey, what about your iPhone? Let's have some lattes, you know. All this bullshit, you know. This is the kind of attitude that I feel like tells me you are on the forces of evil. I Look, I was told to pick up a giant rock from England and bring it here. Yep. I got paid two or three times oh, when I, I get paid for a party to do this. I says, fine. I thought, I it, I thought that sack contained your, your boom box, but that actually contains the giant rock. This is, the, from what I'm told, is the rock that the Excalibur was pulled out of. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. And I'll tell you, they gave That's me a... That's obviously a rock sack. Oh, okay. I... I'm not a boombox sack. Baba boombox sack. I hope to God this fucking rock doesn't take batteries because <laughs> no, I, think I did not even bring. I didn't. Neither did I bring my boombox. I mean, in, or in my a sense, Zimbe. it takes batteries. Uh, the blood of Beetle Bailey here. Yep, is its battery. Yes, I am ready to shed the blood of this royal baby. Oh, oh well, boy! Into the oh, stern of Excalibur. Oh, Byron, th- uh, which Byron, will open the gates to hell. Byron, you're not a uh, licensed uh, medical practitioner at all. I would think that uh, the only person who could really open up a vein would be some sort of. Uh, so, who's this at the door? Some who's sort of medical. Uh, Nurse Andy Callahan. Hello, how's everybody doing? No, this is terrific. Who are you? I'm Nurse Andy with an I. Oh, yeah, you were on with Gilly and Jacobs. I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah. And I'm a nurse, and I work in a long-term care unit. Oh, yes, of course. I take care of senior citizens, and, you know, a lot of these people uh, have dementia, and they're not doing very well. I mean, these are folks who are not going to get out of the hospital. No, you know what I'm saying? Nurse I mean, this Andy is the last stop for these guys. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're here to draw the blood of the uh, Beetle Bailey, I assume. Huh? No. Oh, no? No, 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 no. I don't oh. want that blood drawn. Well, what are you doing here? I'm here for the forces of good, you guys. Oh, fake yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, no. Nurse Andy Callahan, yeah. forces of good. I'm actually here. No, 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 thank you, Dalton. You did a wonderful job so far. I'm here to lead the forces of good. I'm going to lead the forces now. Ooh, I don't, and I'm going to be in charge. I don't know about this. I'm going to organize know. you guys, and we're going to get into a single file line. Oh, boy. And we're going to, you know, because I have a lot of experience organizationally. Yeah. With you know planning out the shifts of the nurse, you know, I mean, listen, the nurses' shifts are complicated. You know what I'm saying? Because there has to be a transition between one, one shift ends and the other one because this you got to pass off information anywhere. about what happened. Sounds, waiters everywhere. This yes. sounds that very... a little more complicated. It has to be more of an overlap, so the person leaving can update the person who's coming on. Yeah, about it's all a the lot like waiters. Hey, I'm working on this table. Take it's I a little different like than to be honest with you. Very administrative, Nurse Andy Kelly. There's going to be a lot. Listen, in this battle between good and evil, ninety uh, percent of it's going to be administrative and the paperwork. And there's a lot of paperwork. I guess you do. You got to book all the different people into all the different fights. Plus, I'm God. So that's part of it. It's part of why I want to lead the forces of good, because I'm God. Wait. What? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're God? Yeah, I'm God. Nurse Andy Callahan, arguably the most annoying character? How do you figure? (laughs) We yeah, haven't heard of. Uh, we I, haven't heard from you for. You're like. Yeah, I know. You you barely register. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. People never talk about you. Oh, uh, oh, is that right? No, people oh, never talk. They about really you. don't. Oh, that's no. funny. 
Yeah. You, weren't, you weren't part of the pilots, I don't think. Like, none of the it. The pilots? <laughs> yeah, no, none about? of it. Nothing. I don't know. Yeah, no, I've been over there in the long-term care unit of this hospital, yeah. just watching old people get sick and die, and oh, having a lot of like laughs. God. And oh, just like God. Wow. Just really enjoying, you know, just yeah, laughing he, he and laughing He is laughing. God. This whoa. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, we have whoa, whoa. A so you've been here on Earth this whole time since the gates of heaven. Since 81? Yes, yeah, since 81? Yeah, yeah. I've been here, and I'm aware of what happened there where nobody who dies, he can't go to heaven or hell and just dwelling in it. And I said, I don't want to get involved. You know, I mean, uh, let's let it sort itself out. But here we are now and the battle is being joined. So why not? I figured, you know, I'll come down here. I'll see if I can help out Dalton. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say thank God, but thank Andy. Yeah, thank that's you. Right. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So I guess anyway. that's it. Andy is God. Wow. That's Andy what we're is finding God. out. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I guess all that needs to happen is, is we need to prick the blood of uh, young Beetle Bailey and, and pour it into this. Wait a minute, but I feel you can't do that. Why not? I'm ready to prick the blood. Well, I mean, your Supreme Commander isn't here. The Supreme, Supreme Commander. Yeah, is he the dropping Supreme by? Commander's Supreme Commander? Yeah. No, no one of us can pretend to know what he's going to do. <laughs> He, I mean, he comes and goes as he chooses. Are you waiting for him to to for him to you know to give order? the go ahead? Yes, that it's time. Yeah. Yes. Oh but, fuck! What? I just watched Danny Mahoney and Ben Alterman become one character. Oh my god! Holy shit! Oh my god! The forces of evil are all combining. They're like a Megatron. They are all melting together. Oh my god! Byron Dennison just melted into the Danny Mahoney Ben Alterman beast. Oh. Everything is cut. How is this happening? There's what? a. There's a. All the forces of evil have joined into a giant. They turned into one singular person. John Jamello, theatrical it- director. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, this is chilling. Now there is only one. I'm Satan's uh, supreme commander, supreme commander. I am the embodiment of uh, all evil in the known and unknown universe uh, throughout perpetuity since the dawn of time and forever for all time. Whoa. Don, I should have known that about you. You've been a disgusting human being the entire 300 episodes. So do you separate your essence into these these minions and these people on Earth? How does Do you divide your body? Is it like a horcrux? Oh, is it like a what? A horcrux uh, from the Harry Potter books? A horcrux? Yeah. This is uh, something that appears in these Harry Potter books? Now that you mention it a that way. A horcrux? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I ha- uh, Listen, I know a lot about the crux of a whore. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but yes, I, ha- I am capable of dividing myself into any number of people to carry out my wishes here on Earth. Wow. To confuse people. That's been largely what I've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> just con- to confuse just confusing people. people. Uh, well, so that, uh, oh, Cactus Tony is have... so mad right now oh. that Don DeMillo's in the room. You son of a bitch, you set me up for that Rottweiler thing. The police was here and I had no choice but to jump out that window and I ended up getting... Oh my God, Cactus Tony, you're being absorbed <laughs> into Don DeMillo's body. Oh no! Come to me. Oh, oh my God. Come on, it's he wanted to be on the forces of good, but he's actually just another essence of Don DeMello's personality. I have the power to subsume people. Oh, now, Don, do you have any productions coming up? Oh, yeah. Oh, we I'm talk very about that. glad that you asked me. Because I mean, I, I know everything's going to end. Things are Hell's going to open Things up. are bleak. But do you have anything you want to plug? Well, you know what they say. The show must go on. Yes, this great battle between good and evil is commencing. But yep. I'm still in previews right now for Don DeMello's production of Disney's Frozen. And, oh, uh, boy. Yep. 
How's it work? Frozen, one of the most popular movies of the year, uh, 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 Oscar winner. Uh, for please. best song. Yep, for best song. How does yeah. your version, version of Frozen go? Well, we got some girl in there. She's a real hot lady, and she's uh, she's uh, one of those uh, topless princesses, and she's locked in a castle, okay. and her parents won't let her out because she turns things into ice or some shit or whatever. So she's a hot lady who turns things to ice. Sure, okay. And, uh, you know, she's up there, and she's got a song. We gave her a song that we're oh, hoping wins uh, something like Let It Go? Wins an award. No, she's got a song that goes, I'm locked in a castle. I can't fuck anything, and nothing can oh, fuck boy. me. Okay. Oh, and meanwhile, down in the town, there's these trolls who hear the song, and they go, we'll see about that. <laughs> oh, dear. Huh. Okay. And any then, snowmen that come to life or anything like that? Yeah, there's like a that? snowman that comes to life. Yeah. This is just a guy covered in whipped cream. <laughs> oh, boy. He fucks this girl. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. And it's uh, it's a great show. We cover this whole stage in whipped cream during. A, oh wow, that sounds slippery. There becomes an eternal winter, and a bunch of girls come out there, snow fairies or something, and they mm. they're licking the whipped cream off each it's other. A little vague on these details. It's, it's really well early in previous. Now the, <laughs> okay. the whipped cream. I feel like having yeah. food on stage. Yeah. Now, do you still have dogs in the theater? Yeah, this Rottweiler's upstairs. See, I feel like the food is going to attract those dogs. Well, not only that, but uh, I got some real-life reindeers that I trapped up in Canada <laughs> oh, no. with oh, no. bear traps. Oh, no. Their legs bears. are all fucked up, but they... Oh, yeah, those are only meant for bears. The bear traps? Yeah, they'll well, fuck up a reindeer leg. I was looking for reindeer traps. and They don't carry them. Yeah. Over there, Black & Decker doesn't make one. <laughs> are you sponsored that's by all. Black & Decker? He has the voice of a Black & Decker sander. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow, wow. I'm, I'm glad all the forces of good are being so quiet for this because uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I do want people to come down to the Pasadena Fairy Tale Theater and check out my production of Disney's Frozen. Andy, what do you think about this? Andy Callahan, Nurse Andy Callahan. Well, I'm very God. glad to finally <laughs> beat the ultimate evil here, you know, and because, uh, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I really think it would be things would be better if he was gone. I have to, I'm just being honest. All right. Well, the forces of good are here, and you're up against Don DeMello. Oh, Patrick. Don DeMello just pricked the baby. <gasps> the baby is bleeding. That's right, Beetle. Baby. The baby, a, a, a drip of blood is dripping down the baby's leg. Who's getting horny? If the blood enters the hole that is in the rock, it will open the gates of hell. Quick, and Patrick McMahon, recite a limerick to join, to, to rally the troops. It's time for your limerick, Patrick McMahon! It's the only thing that can stop this drop of blood dropping into the Excalibur Hole of the Stone is a powerful limerick that can combine all the forces of good into one. Here we go! And once again, I've not had time to work on it. <laughs> all right, but you're the best <laughs> well, at it. I haven't taken a break. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Oh, my God! <laughs> The forces of evil are won. This battle ain't gonna be fun. <laughs> but we've got to prevail. Use stamps.com to help with your mail. Oh boy. They're gonna be thrilled. They're gonna be thrilled. Uh, um What was the first line? Fun. 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 Thank fun. you so much. Um two thousand pounds. <laughs> A limerick is more powerful than a gun! Oh! oh like a gun robber! Right! Oh. Oh. Uh, Dalton, the, how, how does that make you feel? This poem, the limerick I just heard, I feel like I'm being subsumed. Whoa! Being... All of the forces of good are combining! Oh, Into man. Andy Callahan! <laughs> August Lind! Oh, hot dog! Get out of here, hot dog! <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah. Screw you! You shouldn't have been here anyway. <laughs> you must be your wife and leave this 
They're all combining into into Nurse Andy Callahan. Well, here I am, and all the other guys are a part of me now, and that's how it works. And so I am God now, and I've combined all the good parts of me. Yep. And so, listen, I'll tell you what's going to happen right now. You yep. can't are, stop it. Are you going to wrestle? I'm grabbing the stone, and I'm going out the window! Oh, oh my, my God! God. There's we're in Callahan. the we're in the new Earwolf Studios where there is no window. Yep. All of a sudden, Victor the Giant reached first, yep. burst his head through the wall, yep. created a window. Meanwhile, we're on the fourth floor up here, and Nurse Andy Callahan jumped out. Jumped out. Oh. Jumped onto the back of the giant. Oh, jumped onto the back of the giant. Did not. Uh, yeah, we thought that uh, yeah, Nurse we, Andy Callahan was committing suicide. He just jumped onto the back of the giant, and they flew away. The giant turned into oh. a griffin, and they flew away. Oh so gosh. you have a shapeshifter too. Well, they do. Yeah, well, they do. They do. Yeah. They do. Sorry, Don, Don you're the only one left. It's just me here stuck with a bleeding baby. <laughs> Uh, they, he grabbed the rock and he flew away with it really, before the blood could drip down into it. Yeah, I should have known that the creation of a window by a giant was going to be the thing that destroyed me. Uh, oh. I mean, this has been a long time coming, this battle. Yep. Uh, all I needed to do was get one drop of blood here in the hole. <laughs> I know, you, yeah. you really took your time with it. At any, t- at any point, you let Patrick get through the whole limerick <laughs> and he labored over it. I know. You could have, at any point, just shoved the blood in the hole. Well, like everyone else out there, I wanted to hear the limerick. <laughs> well, yeah, that is the power of a limerick. And that's, know, and that's why he's the best. Number one. All righty. Truly insane. Very insane. Um, I believe, by the way, a lot of sharp-eared listeners uh, were trying Vulcans? to- Vulcans? <laughs> <laughs> And Nosferatu's. Ah, Nosferatu's. Why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for a very long now. You gotta bleep, squeed, bleed it. It sounds now like the taxi Ray theme. Let somebody love you. Gotta let somebody love you. What if somebody love loved Nosferatu? Oh, what if, that what, that could have changed everything. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. That's all. Isn't that all vampires Nosferatu's want anyway? It's just, <laughs> just a, a girlfriend. Just a girlfriend. And a girlfriend. <laughs> Will you be my girlfriend? And give you a little bit of your blood on the side. Yeah, how hey, about this? How about every 30 days? Every 30 days. Oh, <laughs> you sucked me into that. <laughs> I got carried along in the time. <laughs> of blood. Blood. Uh, okay, so I believe Sharpier listeners were, try- were, were trying to bring up the fact that we should have gone in our improv down a certain route that Jason, I believe, was trying to steer us into, which was uh, Dalton Wilcox, cowboy poet uh, laureate of the Old West, who has a wooden penis. <laughs> What, trying to stick that penis into the hole in the magical rock to block the blood from going into it. I see. That's what Jason was trying to lead us to. Neither Andy nor I picked up on it. Mm-hmm. And when I listen to it back, I say, of course, of course, that's the way it should have ended. But your green-blooded listeners, they knew. They knew. They're smarter than They're I. They're screaming at their tablets, their smartphones, mm-hmm. and their laptops. iPads, iPods, I don't know. Any more. But, you know, Andy was uh, trying to juggle all these balls, uh, all these characters. That was a tour de force from him. I believe, it was indeed. I believe he does 12 characters at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now, now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. 
How much of that um, did you plan in advance? Okay. Because um, as, as I, I think most people who listen to the show know – Really, nothing is planned out. Nothing is planned. Nothing. Like, tomorrow like, is not promised. There. <laughs> that's the unofficial motto of Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> yes. You leave it all out there that's on right. the podcast because you may not get another chance. That's right. There will be people, if they're bringing like a character or something, they may give you some beats like, here's what this guy is talking about. You yes. know, so that, you know, so sometimes that improv- you do that, especially on the TV show, we'll, we'll lay out, you know, five beats sometimes. That's the yeah. most any, any, anyone, anything, anyone, any, any who, anywhere, yeah. anyhow. Because it, for me, for me, I think, and I, and I would imagine for most people who, who do that, a similar thing is that, it feels like you have a solid jumping off point. If you come in with an idea yes. of here's what this guy is, here's what he wants to talk about. Exactly. Then it can go anywhere. And that's we found that out, I believe, on the last tour that we did together. I think mm-hmm. the was it the very first night at Largo? I think you were yeah. doing Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cake Boss. Cake Boss, and Cake you didn't boss. have anything to talk about. I did have something to talk about, but mm-hmm. I didn't tell you. Oh. And I thought, well, we'll just get to it, I'll get it in and there. And I never could figure out how to lead into it or something. Is that yeah, but it was more like I never got to it. We were just doing what we do. Mm-hmm. And then there was a signal to Andy Daly, who was also on that who show. Who was supposed to come out. Just yes. come in after 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, in 10 minutes, I never got to the thing that right, I wanted right, to talk right, about. Right, right, right. And so he just came on and I was like, oh, well, now I see the mistake that I've made. But but it is interesting. I've thought about that, especially for the TV show, because every once in a while that happens with the TV show of uh, someone will come on and say, oh, well, I don't have a thing to talk about, but here's my behavior. Yeah. And that doesn't work as well as someone who has behavior but has something they want to talk about. Yeah. There's something about the momentum of that 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 can lead us forward into a thing. Does well, that make also, sense? It does. And on the, on the TV show, you, you, you don't have as much time as we have here on right. this to just goof around. It's like this has to be – because somebody has to has edit to be it. In, it has to – Yeah, a good five yeah. or six-minute chunk and so yeah, yeah, yeah. You, there needs to be some momentum. Yeah. Okay, so – Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Let's stop talking. Uh, enough of how the bread is made. No, but we – no, I'm going to get into how the get, bread is made. Please, I'm going more to answer of your question. I meant, I meant more of it, Mr. Ackerman. Uh, more, more bread. <laughs> how about a little Gucci? <laughs> oh, you did it again. <laughs> um, we have not talked about the process behind this uh, other than with ourselves, uh, Jason, Andy, and I. But yes, that first episode, the Oh Golly – uh, we thought it was just going to be a normal episode, <clears throat> and then we just started pushing it into these uh, mythological. Uh, well, also Andy kept Andy has a few things that he talks about a lot, which are international waters. He likes to yes. make references to these other characters that he's done. The Daily Verse, the Daily Verse, as if they all share a the continuity. Andrew Universe, Andrew Universe, yes. So he makes little references to. Chip Gardner or side by sides or Cactus Tony or someone who boats. <laughs> international water, someone who someone who works at the Arc Light. He'll make these little references, and yeah. Jason and I cannot help but pick up on them. And then it it in that first episode, Ogali, it got very convoluted, not really convoluted to us, but we didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. So we just ended it and said, okay, we'll do it as a a cliffhanger. Then People And we assumed that people would know we would do it at some point down the line because we don't have a million years to sit around doing these podcasts like you and I do. That's right. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> then it came out and people really loved that episode and said, oh, boy, the, the, the resolution to this cliffhanger is coming next week. I can't wait. 
with episode 275. I think even I assumed it would be the following week. I don't know why we thought that that it would be okay to just not follow up on it and, and do it down the line, but we thought that people would get it. Um, it did not come the following week, and the anticipation for it started building and building and building. And uh, then at a certain point, Jason and I said, let's just do this for episode 300. Let's make it episode 300. And we kind of put it out there on – or I put it out there on Twitter because uh, Jason wasn't there, that we were saving it up for episode 300. He's not on Twitter, guys. So – but the pressure was there. The pressure was there to to figure out what to do with this. Now we uh, <laughs> we're hearing track fifteen, the buzz saw. <laughs> I don't know if you people can hear it, but <laughs> I bet I could do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Thought that was cake boss for a second. Oh, the laughing buzz saw. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great children's book. There it is. <laughs> So the pressure kept building up and building up, and and Jason and Andy and I would talk about it. We would say, "Guy, there there was a lot of stress hanging over us for months right. regarding this, and just that underlying stress. You know how when you're like, oh, I got to do that thing, that errand. Yeah. It kind of felt like that for us of like, oh God, it's going to be so hard and so difficult to follow up with this, but we have to at a certain point. When I went out there to Chicago um, to do the AV Club Fest. Jason and Andy and I talked about doing it out there live for the fans and just and and you know me not announcing who is going to be out there and Jason coming out and then Andy coming out and and us picking it up back there but then Andy uh Andy was going to do it and then his schedule got too busy so and I'm glad we didn't mm-hmm. in a way uh, you know Chicago would have gotten a great show but I don't know if it would have been good as good as it turned Chicago out Chicago still got a great show That's true the band Chicago? Yeah. When you go see them on tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They still got a great show, man. They did They did get a great show. Um, so, yeah, it involved me It involved me going back and doing a beat sheet of everything within the Ogali episode, and I sent that email to everybody, and it was nuts. And then Andy had to go back and listen to every single one of his appearances. That's what people don't know. He went back and listened to every po- every Comedy Bang Bang podcast he had done. And wrote notes for every single one about who each character was and what their connection – because we couldn't remember the connections that he had made in them. He listened to every single one and oh sent us a document How many episodes that. was that? It was probably a good 20. Jesus. He listened to every single one and made all the notes. We got all those notes. Uh, we set a date to do it. And we waited as long as we possibly could. I think we waited to the week before <laughs> episode 300. <laughs> we finally said we have to do this. We looked at Jason and Andy and I looked at each other right before it like, oh man, we are really nervous about it. We we didn't know how it was going to turn out and right. we were like, all right, well, let's try this. We can always – and we I think we said to each other like, if it doesn't come out well, I guess we could just try it again. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, Andy, of course, really came through and did all of those different characters at the same time. Jason and I just at a certain point just started having fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, just sat back and watched Andy and tried to push him into all these uh, various things like having him recite poems and limericks. And by the way, right. while he's doing 20 characters, he, one of his characters is saying, I'm writing this poem. He's not writing the poem. Of course. He's juggling all these characters. Yeah. So then when he goes, okay, I'm ready with the poem, that's only because he thought of it in the spur of the moment right, right. then. 
So uh, a great performance, and uh, I think that kind of puts a close to the continuity of the daily verse. I think I don't. I don't know that we're going to go back to that well. Yes. Yeah, I don't think you should. <laughs> Do you smell burnt toast? No, I, I think that – yeah, I think that it would be – you mean you're not going to attempt something similar As to that? As continuity-laden yeah. with those characters anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm looking forward to getting back to just doing regular Andy Daly episodes. Yeah. Because the thing is the, the continuity stuff, the, the building universe – and I know uh, that Jason Manzoukas is a big fan of that stuff mm-hmm. because he enjoys – Comic books and and uh, and you know uh, you know sci-fi and fantasy and stuff like that that does build out a world mm-hmm. you know world like building he, world building if you, if you want to call it that <laughs> uh, of Settlers of Catan <laughs> <laughs> he's probably read the Settlers of Catan books um, and uh, I can see I can always hear in his episodes especially the ones with Andy where he is like he's delighted that he's delighted to, to push it into he's that delighted earth. to make the worlds collide he is delighted mm-hmm. to tie everything together as am I I'm a big fan of that as yeah, well yeah absolutely I, I, but I think Jason takes a particular delight mm-hmm. in making in doing that and, and also at the same time making it difficult for Andy <laughs> right um, now we remember things we've done that I, I believe with other of you know if you listen back over the almost six years that we've been doing the show we've done that of course with the time bobbies we've mm-hmm. heard that uh, cake boss certainly has a convoluted history not all <laughs> yes. of the canonical that's that's right um and so we enjoy doing that and marissa wampler of course mm-hmm. and tracy reardon has a, a very uh convoluted chron- uh, chronology now and victor and tiny have one and so we're gary marshall and gillian jacobs of course yeah and we're going to hopefully uh uh continue that uh yes. come the new year As so promised. we're going to keep doing that kind of stuff <clears throat> but at the same time uh what with you know i've talked to the farts and procreation people i think we're going to do you know we're going to continue to do those things and also continue to do new things i like the mixture of it. Yeah. If that makes sense. It and does I, make sense. And it's really nice that so many of the top 15 that people voted on were um, continuations of that mythology because it tells me that they're popular and that we didn't fuck it up. In other words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we did – we the fact that Ogali and Ogali You Devil were one and two mm-hmm. tells me, oh, good, we, we were able to <laughs> pull it out. <laughs> right. So I'm very you happy. Didn't, you didn't waste your own time or anyone else's. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we're going to continue doing some of that stuff, and we're going to continue. Paul, you've, uh, as we've talked about, you've been wonderful about adding some new characters to uh, the CB Booniverse. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to continue to do that in the uh, new year. And we have come to the end of our best ofs here. And I want to thank uh, some people. I want to thank, first of all, I want to thank... Uh, the staff here at Earwolf, who uh, from the engineers uh, who record the show and put it together. Hey, hey, hey Sam, I'm talking Sam, to you. What do you say? Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I thanked you, motherfucker. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say when someone thanks you? Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Welcome. All right, there we go. Phew. That's all. I just wanted to hear Sam say you're welcome. No, uh, I want to thank uh, the staff uh, over here who you know help out with uh, the ads and who sell the ads, and of course uh, July, who does all of the descriptions. Uh, July Diaz. A lot of people uh, don't give him enough recognition, I think. Um, and I want to thank uh, everyone who's been a guest on the show this year. I, you know, the show. I don't believe it would exist without guests. I think that's the format of it. Why don't you try that though? Why don't just you, one. Why don't you try just you? <laughs> Talking to just myself. Talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone wants just to do that. Just talking for an hour. Oh, boy. No, thank you. <laughs> once. Do it once. 
I mean, the you and dedicated to the people that said, please don't ever do a solo bolo episode again. <laughs> a true solo bolo. Solo no bolo. Oh, this solo no bolo. <laughs> Um, I want to thank you, Paul. You've you've been on the show, I think, more than anyone has ever been. And that you, you that had may your, be true. That may be true. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have your one hundredth appearance? Yes, I had recently? my one hundredth appearance. Which and and uh, and you know when I came here for that, um, the the people here at Earwolf had uh, flowers uh, laid out and also uh, they, a very nice gift mm-hmm. um, for me. Um, and I was very touched by that. That that really meant a lot to me because it's it's I think it's very easy for those of us who um, you know had been doing this kind of thing for a long time before podcasts were a thing to sort of think of podcasts as something that's very easily dismissed. And 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 you and I have had discussions about mm-hmm. the disposable nature, the ephemeral of nature these of yeah, podcasts. Ephemeral, well, I should say. Yes. What with serial now, I'm <laughs> finally being taken seriously. It's changing lives. Um, but it, it's, it's something that for me has been, uh, has been, has been (laughs) such a, such a source of real joy. It really has. And like to, to listen to and to do, it's been, um, a huge, thank you. It's been a huge part of my life and and an unexpected gift, you know, uh, after I've been doing stand-up for such a long time. Invented in the alternate universe where they didn't exist and where that we AU, didn't I start. I don't like that AU. <laughs> but can you imagine? I mean, I don't know that we would have had the interesting careers that we've had. We've, we maybe would have had different careers, but I, yeah. I, I probably would have just continued as a film writer mm-hmm. and uh, maybe gotten one of my goddamn movies made. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just would have continued mainly as a writer. Um, you would have uh, still been a great stand-up, I'm sure. You know, but uh, all the character stuff you probably wouldn't have gotten into, and probably not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I would have been able to reach people the way mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't. I do know. I would not have been able to reach people the way that I have through this podcast. And I want to thank you for having me on so many times. And it's, but of course, it is truly it's so much fun. It's, it's so much fun. So much fun to have you. And thank you so much for being a big part of it. And I want to. And I would also like to thank the audience. Yes. Because I was people, about to do that, motherfucker. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had already. No. Oh, did I? But I, I th- maybe not. I don't, I don't think know. I did. I was I was going to close with uh, and the most important part. Yes, but you go ahead. I, well, <laughs> uh, Scott, of course, is is you're always very grateful to the audience, and, and I, I think you you always uh, make a point to uh, to recognize that um, what a great audience you do have for this podcast. It brightens my day so much to receive notes saying how much people really like this show. Uh, people send mail to mm-hmm. uh, some really touching mail. Uh, it, it's it's very gratifying to feel like you're doing something that uh, is making – I don't want to say making a difference because it's not that important, I guess. It's just but, a thing that helps. I mean like, yeah. life is kind of hard and mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is nice to hear from people whether they're saying, hey, you know, I have this awful commute every day and mm-hmm. you guys really help me out with that. Or people or, saying like I am going through a very bad yes. time. And I've heard from a lot of people like that this year. Uh, 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 some people in hospital beds um, who have discovered the show, and it's it's uh, very gratifying to know that that uh, this is helping them through a hard time. And I've heard from several people who got the clap, and it helped them uh, with that. <laughs> so they could turn their legs off from from bed. No, not the clapper. Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. 
<laughs> no, uh, but it, it, you know, from from the people who just enjoy <laughs> clap. <laughs> I enjoy the class. Yeah, they got the uh, Spanish flu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but from the people who just dip in occasionally, um, who don't have a lot <laughs> That's of time. How you get the clap. <laughs> hey, baby. Blah. <laughs> 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 To the people who listen every single episode that comes out, even the bonus episodes, um, from the bottom of my heart, and I am going to speak from Paul's. I wish you would. Uh, thank you so much for listening for another year. I keep saying, can I do another year? And then I keep doing it, and it gets more and more fun. So, you know, maybe I'll stop this year. Who knows? <laughs> oh, that took a sharp turn. <laughs> no, I hope we don't because this is this is the most fun I have. Mm-hmm. People have said, "Hey, when are you going to stop doing the podcast?" And it is the most fun I have in the week. So I I want to continue it, and with your listenership and your your uh, support, I definitely will. And um, who knows what two two fifteen twenty fifteen the year two fifteen is coming <laughs> back around. Hey, call me when it's four twenty. We ran out of a New Year's, and we are repeating old ones. <laughs> We'll see you on Monday with a brand new episode uh, of 2015. All new episode on Monday. And uh, Paul, any any final words of your life? Yeah. I'm about to execute you. It was the best of times. <laughs> the end. <laughs> All right. We'll see you on Monday. Track 19. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. Want to hear Earwolf pilots before anybody else? We made a podcast feed just for you. Earwolf Presents is full of great stuff, like preview episodes for upcoming shows, peeks behind the paywall, and pilots for podcasts that haven't even been made yet. It's like getting to listen in behind the scenes here at Earwolf. Starting January 21st, Earwolf Presents will have a bunch of new pilots for you, like Edgar Montplacier's The Wokest. Catch conversations between the wokest man in the world and comedians like Reza Lachea. Also, hear upcoming pilots The Florida Cast, Wow, You're Native American Too, This Week in Sports, and Carl Alarm all throughout the month. Let us know what you think of them with hashtag Earwolf Presents. Subscribe to Earwolf Presents to hear more great episodes from around the network and behind the paywall, like an episode of Drew Tarver's Strictly Business with Derek Contrera, or Act 1 of Matt Besser's punk musical, Stolen Idea. Just search for Earwolf Presents in your podcast app and subscribe so you don't miss an update. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, what if I just said, tough luck, (laughs) and then ended it? No, I actually have the perfect gift, and I stand by this one 100%. I've talked about it. Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. How many photos do you think you've taken in your life? Four? More? Well... It's unlimited how many photos you can you can share on this thing. And I, I believe me, I've tested it out. It is super easy. 
to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. And that's what I did. I gave these to all of my loved ones. And we put photos of our new baby into the frame and they love it. My mom would rather watch the Aura frame than TV. (laughs) She just sits there like watching the new photos come up. She loves it. I love them. I think it's one of the greatest inventions to ever be invented. Thank goodness whoever did it. I couldn't. Mr. Aura, if you're out there, we love you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is A-U-R-A-Frames, AuraFrames.com. Use code BANGBANG at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, is brought to you by Squarespace, our old friends, and Spring. Man, it truly has sprung. No one can argue that. And what do we know about spring? Spring is a time of fresh starts. That's right. Uh, You thought January was good for starting fresh? Uh, Spring's gotcha beat. Spring's about rebirth, and that could mean starting a new venture or switching things up on your website. Well, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device, integrated, optimized, optimized, (laughs) SEO tools. Allow your site to show up more often and grow the way you want. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. Accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. Selling content on your website? Well, add a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell downloadable files. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch. And I know you're going to be. Go to squarespace.com slash bangbang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever have something that you're keeping close to the vest or the chest? If you're Christopher Nolan, he says that in one of the Batman movies twice. He doesn't say it, obviously. Look, this is something I just need to get off my chest. The fact that this bothers me. Anyway, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BangBang today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash BangBang. Sorry to interrupt your podcast, everyone, but, you know, there's only one acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, and that is your dog. Take a minute now to pet your dog, okay? I'll wait. I'm not going to wait a full minute, but a few seconds, sure. Yeah, but while you're petting your dog, you can learn all about Bark, the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Every month, BarkBox 
designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. Every toy is tailored to your pup's size and play style, from squeaky plush toys from BarkBox to ultra-tough, durable ones from Super Chewer. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. For a limited time, this is good, they will double your first box of goodies for free. My dogs, they love BarkBox. Now it's it's gotten to the point where every package that is delivered to the house, they assume is a BarkBox and they start jumping up and down. Then I have to say, uh, no, it's just a sweater for me. <laughs> and they get very disappointed. They love BarkBox. They love chewing on everything. They love the treats. It's great. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash bangbang. Remember the first time you learned how to ride a bicycle? Just taking your feet off of the ground and putting them on those pedals. And no, no, nothing's holding you up except your own sense of balance. Oh, gosh, the nostalgia for something like that. Well, you know what? You can experience it again this spring. Get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. That's right, they have an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, including mine, poor. Uh, It's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Go to electricebikes.com to discover e-bikes that start at just $799. With the XP Lite, anyone can ride with a variety of models designed to be a better mode of transportation. There's the zippy and affordable XP Lite, a great start to any e-bike journey. And we also have the Expedition. That's right, the the letter X and then Pedition, a sturdy and versatile cargo e-bike that can hold up to 450 pounds. You know what? Electric e-bikes, they gave my good friend Paul F. Tompkins one of these things. He loves it. He's tootling around every day on it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's improved his social life. He used to be a hermit. He used to be sort of a a Scrooge-like miser character. And now he's out there on that electric e-bike saying hello to the entire community. And you can, too. Go full throttle into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. Please, please, please mention the Comedy Bang Bang the podcast sent you in the post-checkout survey. That is electric, L-E-C-T-R-I-C, and then ebikes.com. That's how you get there. Okay, bye! Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.